Hello, this is Do Go On. I'm Matt Stewart. And I'm Taran Jayamana. And uh, we're in Sydney. And uh, we're about to be in Brisbane. And we're doing live shows. They're called Dry Dryer. And also, who knew with Matt Stewart in both those cities? And you can get details at mattstewartcomedy.com. Anything else you want to tell the good listeners that do go on, Saran? Well, the whole point of this was you thought that it might be more engaging if you had a different voice. But you've said most of the information. So, hey, come see us in Sydney and Brisbane. Yeah, that was engaging. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether it's your first ever website or your business is expanding, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website and engage with your audience. Upload video content, organize your video library and showcase your content on beautiful video pages. You can even sell access to your video library by adding a paywall to your content. Cha-ching. <laughs> you can help with written content on your website with Squarespace AI, which I used to write this next sentence, so check this out. Generate instant, personalised results that know and show your brand identity. Explain what your site is about, choose your tone, and enter what you need to get short or long-form text. Squarespace AI, Squarespace AI makes it easier to go live, stand out, and succeed online. Oh, Dave, if only it could also not just write it, but read it too. <laughs> And edit it. (laughs) Hey, sell exclusive content on your site by adding a paywall to sell memberships or courses. Or sell files your customers can download like PDFs, music or eBooks. Man, it's starting to sound like I'm obsessed with money. (laughs) (laughs) And you are. So head to squarespace.com slash do go on for a free trial and to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Welcome to another episode of Do Go On. My name is Dave Warnicky and as always, I'm here with Matt Stewart and Jess Perkins. And boy, oh boy, are we happy that you're back because we've had to do that intro for the last little while. Mm. And let me just say, one of us is slightly better at it than the other, but we both <laughs> suck. <laughs> but one sucks slightly more. That's correct, yes. And I won't say who, well. but I did point. Um, <laughs> yes. So Dave knows. And the audience, I feel, knows All as well. right. <laughs> yes, stop being so hard on yourself. <laughs> You did a fine job, okay? I did, I did my best, that's for sure. I've been listening back. I've been loving it. I can enjoy the show as someone, as a listener. Oh, yeah, it's great when you're not on it. While I was away, I loved listening to the Chowchilla episode. Oh, yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. Was, Have you already was, forgotten that, Dave? That was your report. Yes, I rem- no, I remember them all. Mm. <laughs> okay. That must be nice. <laughs> oh, must be nice. And, uh, yeah, I wake up thinking about that. Yeah. <laughs> so this <laughs> it's been... It's been a few months since we've seen Dave. It's been about a month since Jess has seen me. I yeah. guess it's also been a couple of months since Dave has seen Jess and I. That's correct. <laughs> yes, that all adds up. Does yes. that cover everyone? Or um, it's been uh, one week since you looked at me. <laughs> I tried to hold back. <laughs> I was going to say it. 
but well done. But it's, uh, yeah, so, I mean, for listeners, it will not have felt like we've missed a beat because, uh, Dave, we had some fantastic guests in your stead. Some absolute bangers, and I mm. appreciate them stepping up and uh, filling out these shoes so well that I, they're a bit big now. You left for not that long, and, and now the three longest ever episodes, I think, <laughs> were recorded in your absence. Yeah. We need you. <laughs> We need so, you to rain so us excited in, Dave. to get this uh, this ep done in uh, under an hour. <laughs> Let's get it done. Five, give me Including five minutes. Including Patreon. <laughs> hey, Dave. Maybe because you've been away for a little while, I can explain to you how this show works. Please remind me. So one of the three of us, it's you this week. So hopefully you do remember that. Uh, goes away and researches a topic, usually suggested by a listener or listeners, and uh, we'll go away. We'll research. We'll learn. We'll take it in. We'll soak it in. And then we'll write up a sort of an old school report, bring it back to the class, read it out, while the other two politely listen without interruption. Mm. Certainly no tedious <laughs> uh, tangents nope. or any such things. No bad riffs. No silliness, that's for sure. If there's ever a bad riff, you better believe it gets edited out. Yeah. Oh, so if we hear it... If you hear a riff, that means we think it was good. <laughs> <laughs> or, or if you hear a riff that's, that is bad, um, we're being ironic. Yes. yes. Oh, that's a good point. Or you're wrong. Yeah, you <laughs> just you don't get it. Ever thought about that? You just don't get it. Should also say the uh, report giver is also the editor. So whatever's left in, that's on Dave this week. That's Dave, absolutely. we normally start our reports with a question. Do you have a question to yes. kick us off this week? I have not forgotten that. And here's my question for you. A super exciting, cool question. That is the Great Pyramid of Giza. It's the only surviving member of what extremely cool club? The Seven Wonders of the World. Correct, sir. Wow. This is mind-blowing. The Seven Pyramids of the World. (laughs) It's the only... Can you repeat the question? The Great Pyramid of Giza is the only surviving member of what extremely cool club? In the the Hanging Gardens of Babylon. That's oh my one. God. Is it really? Um, oh, that's another one. I no, just, no, sorry, I just the, the haze came down. And I'm sorry that I'm shocked <laughs> that you know this. Keep going. I don't know if I know it. Is there one that's like pink steps or something? No. <laughs> the okay. pink steps <laughs> of Persia. <laughs> Is that one? No. Um, okay, what do we got? Uh, the Garden of Eden. Okay, so it's multiple gardens. <laughs> um, my Nana's Garden. <laughs> of it Eden. Be- it was beautiful. Eden. Of East Bentley. <laughs> uh, so it's, these are the seven ancient wonders of the oh, world. Oh, cool. Are there seven modern wonders? They are, which we will discuss. Oh, my God. How they're, exciting. They're all in Melbourne. The Rialto. Yeah. <laughs> the beautiful blue. The Graves Street. Oh, the Graves. <laughs> Marvel Stadium. Marvel Stadium. <laughs> Got that MCG. Uh, coffee culture. La- coffee culture. It's a little <laughs> less tangible, that one, but it's there. Oh, you can feel it. Yeah, you can feel it. it. it I'm sure it feels uh, less tangible to, um, you know, outsiders. Yeah. You come to Melbourne, you're like, ooh, yeah, yeah. that is tangible. Because outsiders will be like, oh, we also do coffee to, uh, you know, very similar to this. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going... <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't. In a lane way, and no, they'll say, don't. "Yeah, yeah." In a lane way, we start sweating. Yeah, they're like, uh, "We're like, oh, we like please, a proper coffee machine." Please don't take this from us. You grind the beans. Yeah. Do this you? is strangely one of our things. <laughs> we're ne- very proud of it. Come on, next you're going to tell me that you're one of dozens of cities that have trams. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And have have many kinds of weather. You have multiple <laughs> seasons. That's ours. <laughs> what an identity. <laughs> Uh, this topic, the seven ancient wonders of the world, has been suggested by Jack Godden, Blake Wild from Yuma, Arizona, 
Peter Williams from Johannesburg, South Africa, and Jessica English from Mound, Minnesota. Mound. Mound. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. She's from Mound. Oh, from <laughs> I um just recently. It's really tickled him. I want to. That's gonna. That's I want to put that on the Golden Mile. How yeah. far out of range is it from Ohio, the great state of God's country, Ohio, mm. Gary, Indiana, uh, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania? I'll can give I, you. Can a, I add it to the track? I'll give you a coordinates from Gary, Indiana. Yeah. It will take you. There we go. It is but a short. Yes. Seven hour, nine minute drive. Fantastic. Easy peasy. Golden mile. Yeah. Um, the go- let's call it the golden <laughs> baker's mile now. Yes, it's a little longer. That's better. Um, and I want to remind everyone, no <laughs> tedious tangents or bad riffs. All right. Then don't worry show. about what I'm And certainly say. no interrupting Jess multiple times while she starts the sentence. <laughs> Sorry, Jess. I'll take this one. <laughs> no, just Jessica English recently. Might have been in the last couple of weeks was on the fact quote or question or a shout out. After I spent a solid five minutes talking about how I didn't like to be called Jessica and I could never find any novelty things that just said Jess. And then I was like, and the next is Jessica English. I'm sure you like it and that's great. I just don't like it. So just an apology. I think again Jessica's to Jessica. fantastic. I agree. Yeah. And oh, she's from for Mound. Others, for Mound. <laughs> you think Mound is good? Yeah. Okay. Very close to Mound. I'm, on the, I'm, I'm, I'm lost in the map now. In Minnesota, there's a place called. Minnetonka. Oh. Minnetonka, Minnesota. Oh, that's amazing. I'm moving to Minnetonka. Mound and Minnetonka, Minnesota. Yes. That's good stuff. They're my twin cities. They are both on the outskirts of the Twin Cities. Or the Twin City of Minneapolis. So there you go. Um, No, no. Mound and Minnetonka are now the Twin Cities. (laughs) Fuck Minneapolis. Okay, so the so-called seven wonders of the ancient world were architectural and artistic feats scattered across the Middle East, North Africa, and Southern Europe. Mm. At one stage or another, all seven... (laughs) 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 Forgotten where to pause. (laughs) (laughs) They've forgotten how to talk. It's okay, bud. (laughs) At one stage or another, all seven stood within the Greek Empire. In 336 BCE... Alexander the Great's conquests unified ancient Greece. Basically, he conquered all of the known world to him at the time, from Greece all the way to northern India, and this brought together the civilizations of the Babylonians, the Persians, the Egyptians, and, of course, the Greeks. And now they were all under one ruler. People started to travel across the vast empire to do a bit of sightseeing, you know, to see what the other older cultures had to offer, and people started to put together what were essentially travel guides outlining the amazing must-see sites. According to Amazing Art, which is one of my favourite sources for this report, the Greeks did not initially conceive of these monuments as wonders, but they used the Greek word thermata, which means sites or things to be seen. Okay, yeah. But that doesn't sound quite as good. The seven ancient things to be seen of the world. Yeah. Seven ancient sites. That's seven not too ancient thematters, though. That's beautiful. That sounds good. That is nice. English ruins everything. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Jessica English ruins everything. <laughs> <laughs> like the name Jess. <laughs> Say it properly. <laughs> now, nah, good on you, Jessica. Good on you. Good on, good on, good on, you. on you. You're doing a great job there. Maybe she doesn't mind Jess. Maybe she doesn't. Maybe she likes Jessie, which is psycho, but that's fine. Ooh, or sicker. Sicker. Yep. <laughs> or Aki Sedge. It's an option. Aki Sedge. It's just go backwards. <laughs> I feel like I'm losing my mind. Yeah. 
Uh, there's debates as to where the list comes from, as many ancient writers across Europe and Middle East themselves debated the topic as to what the top seven were. History.com writes, the original list comes from a work by Philo of Byzantium, written in 225 BC, called On the Seven Wonders. That sounds pretty that sounds nice. pretty accurate to me, you know, mm. pretty close to the bone here. But apparently uh, Herodotus, often referred to as the father of history, apparently also wrote a list and he was alive two centuries earlier. But his writing on the subject doesn't survive, but it's been referenced in surviving works. So there's debate as to who came up with the list. Hmm. According to archaeologists Peter Clayton and Martin Price, the list that we have today only became fixed in the Renaissance. So a long time after the fact. But a long time ago still. Yeah, that's still ages. That's so long ago. Sure, it was 2,000 years after their time, but it's still 500 years before our time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But generally, <laughs> what I'm trying to cover myself is the seven ancient ones of the world are generally accepted as being the Great Pyramid of Giza, mm-hmm. the Hanging Gardens of Babylon, Matt. Oh, right. The Pink Sounds Steps beautiful. of Persia. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Do you have any other guesses, Jess? No idea. The Statue of Zeus at Olympia. Oh. The Temple of Artemis at Ephesus. The Mausoleum at Halicarnassus. The Colossus of Rhodes. And finally, the Lighthouse of Alexandria. Wow. If we were to look at them on, on a modern atlas, two of the wonders were in Greece, two in Turkey, Two in Egypt and one in Iraq. But notice I said, were. (gasps) This episode is what happened to the seven ancient wonders of the world. You did kind of give that away when you said... (laughs) Yeah, well, the only was the only surviving yes. one, but still. Hey, that was still exciting. No, I, I still f- look. That's true. I still gasped. <laughs> I gasped you. as well, but <gasps> I wasn't sure why I did. <laughs> Do you gasp at Jess gasping? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, it's the same. If I'm watching people applaud, I applaud. Yeah, even if it's on yawn, TV. Oh, I do that too, but I, that's mostly from doing TV audience warm up, and I think I've dropped the bar. Oh, sorry, we're clapping, <laughs> yeah, we're clapping. Yeah. Oh god, I'm do you say that when you do an audience warm up? We're clapping, we're clapping, we're clapping, <laughs> we're clapping, and we're stopping, we're stopping, we're wooing, we're wooing, <laughs> madam. And obviously, I've, I haven't seen the project in a while, but it does pick up in the audience mics. You saying that? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. The people at home otherwise don't realise that they're clapping. You've got to mic the audience warm-up guy. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone needs My to mic's know. louder than the hosts. <laughs> <laughs> and rapping there, Waleed. <laughs> now, I'm going to go through these in historical order of when they were created. Okay, so like chronological. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I guess that's another word for it, but I prefer the Greek. Historical. I'm going to go through this in historical <laughs> order. Great. Uh, thematic. <laughs> <laughs> Thematic, thematic. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll go chronologically. You're absolutely right. Absolutely right. I'm never right. Do you have any idea which of the seven is the oldest? I'm going to say whichever one you're going to talk about first. And that is, amazingly enough, the only ancient wonder still standing is also the oldest. Really? Wow, cool. there you go. By a long, long way. Wow. I mean, this shows how much I don't understand time. Yeah. You know, history and stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's wild that that is older than everything like else. Like the pyramids saw these other wonders come and go, still laughing. That's incredible. That must feel really good to be that pyramid, just sitting there all smug. Yeah. Well, I, that's that's why it's a geezer. <laughs> sitting yeah. back, oh, yeah, these fucking things. What that was. No, that was, I, th- I was getting into it. That, that was geezer. That was geezer. Hey, fucking, oh, yeah, you got a bit of a statue there, do you? Yeah, nice one, geezer. It's dropping. I'm staying. Here we go. Fuck off, you toilet, eh? Shut that fucking lid, you felt face fuck. You muppet fucker. We really lost you for a second yeah. there. It's amazing. So they have sex with the muppets. <laughs> 
fuck you self you? face fucker. You muppet fucker. You and Gonzo then, all right, eh? Right. <laughs> Tickle me, Elmo, you fuck. <laughs> so the Great Pyramids of Giza are located at Giza on the west bank of the Nile River north of Cairo in Egypt. Three pyramids of different height were constructed between 2575 and 2465 BCE, which is 4,500 years ago. Wow. It's a long... 4,500. Wow. That's crazy. That was quite a a while before the Saints won that one. (laughs) BFL AFL Premiership in 1966. The good news is the pyramids stood the test of time long enough to see that. Yeah. Now they can let go. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Back into the sand. They're slowly letting go. (laughs) They're holding out just for one more. One more. (laughs) And another 4,500 years ought to do it. Is the, the cat person involved? The Sphinx is very close by in the same precinct. Right, but not, it was never seen as a, a wonder. No, not, not considered one of the wonders. But there's also debate as to how old that is. Some people are like, this thing's 25,000 years old. It's not, but okay. some people claim that. Because the aliens did it? Or yeah. Yeah, wow. So each of the three pyramids are thought to have been built as a tomb for a different pharaoh. That's the predominant uh, theory. The largest pyramid, the northernmost and oldest of the group, was built for Pharaoh Khufu, also known in Greek as Cheops. Uh, the second king of the fourth dynasty, it's known as the Great Pyramid of Khufu. Yeah. Not surprisingly. Uh, the Great Pyramid originally stood at 146.6 metres tall, or 481 feet, meaning that it was unsurpassed as the tallest man-made structure in the world for approximately 3,800 years. Wow, that is ridiculous. Isn't that wild? Right. And it's actually debated whether it was the Eiffel Tower in 1889 or the Lincoln Cathedral Spire in England built in 1300 that unseated the pyramid. I mean, spires. I feel like spires. Yeah, take you, them out of If the, you take the spire take off, spires it out. wasn't until the Eiffel Tower that humans had made a taller structure. You know, that, this, is, wild. this is what happened to the Rialto. It, was, it, <laughs> it, it lost its crown as the tallest building in Melbourne when, I can't, I'm not even going to name it because I can't even remember, but mm. some other building put a spire on the top. Oh, that doesn't freaking count. count. That is, can't go up it. Yeah. That's uninspired architecture. Yeah. Uninspired. Mm. Well, it's inspired architecture, <laughs> but it's uninspiring in my books. Yeah. That's good stuff. It's a That's stick. Good. It's a stick. It's a it doesn't stick. count. Who cares? We could all wave a flag on yeah. top of it. Look, I put a big stick on my head. Look at me. I'm oh, the tallest yeah. woman oh, in the world. Oh, look. Jess is now 12 feet tall. Look at that. That's, hey. a, that's a big stick. That's a big stick. That's a big stick. That's Come too on. Big, honestly, yeah. Jeez, that's an impressively big stick yeah. you're holding on your head there, Jess. That's the longest stick Whoa, in the world. Whoa, have a look at that stick. I'd say that stick's the eighth wonder of the world. It's <laughs> a beautiful stick. Uh, the length of each side of the Great Pyramid at the base averages 755 feet or 230 meters. Each side, meaning in total, it covers an area of thirteen acres. This thing's big, yeah. (laughs) And they really are an engineering marvel. Are you laughing because I floored? (laughs) I was. I was kind of laughing at Dave's. This is big. It's like, yeah, mate. Yeah, no, it's big stuff. You don't have to convince us. We agree. (laughs) agree. But maybe need to blow your mind with historian Mark Van de Mirup, who puts the incredible construction into context. He wrote, we estimate that it contained 2,300,000 blocks of stone with an average of two and three quarter tons for each stone, some weighing up to 16 tons. Khufu ruled 23 years according to the royal canon, which would mean that throughout his reign annually 100,000 blocks 
which is daily about 285 blocks or one every two minutes of daylight, had to be quarried, transported, dressed and put in place. Wow. Every two minutes they had to put a block in for 23 years. Khufu, what a madman. That sounds awful. <laughs> so that's just... That you better, so hey, you get them blocks ready. You get them ready, get them dressed, get them quarried. We get them, put them in this big triangle thing up here. <laughs> All right. Then we'll have a couple of pints to knock off. We really lose him, but it's beautiful to watch. It's so, so beautiful. Just um, like any kind of manual labour like that, to me, just, oh, kill me. If so, someone would say, build this pyramid or die, I'd just lie down. I, I'd be like, just take me now, thank <laughs> you. I'm, God, I've moved that every fucking two minutes. No, <laughs> two thank minutes. you. No, thank you. I'm more of like a sit at a desk, yeah, stare out a window con- in contemplation. kind of Do you need any admin need, yeah. need to be done Got for some this? invoicing this need done. I must insist I need a standing desk. Yeah, I do need to stand. I'm <laughs> an active person. <laughs> Happy to like go to the gym and yeah. leg press. Yeah, obviously not active enough to move stone. No, 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 no got no, got no, got no. But I do want to look after my spine. <laughs> Jess, you'd be one of the first people picked at a, a big rock well, that's what moving I mean. it's business. Deceptive. People you just are like, you're strong, aren't you? You just sure. lie on your back and you just sort of just kick the kick yeah, them up. I'm kick strong for bricks. like a half an hour at a time. Well, I think that, I What's think that we 15 blocks. Oh. God, Good work. Jess put a bullet in me. Half an hour on, half an hour off. No. Jess, you're hired. Oh, <laughs> There's a spot over there. I want it. <laughs> we'll lie down there. We'll just put the blocks in front of you. Kick them into the pyramid. This is part of why, like, you know, I love the idea when people buy houses and, and do DIY projects themselves and, and like, rent, self-renovate. I'm like, good for you, but absolutely fucking lutely not. <laughs> Never in a million years. You know you can pay people to do that, right? Oh, God. Oh, I don't want to do anything. <laughs> What do you what do you call it when the, there's some some term they say when it's ready to ready to go? Is there a term? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are, I know you, what you, mean. are you? There was a period during lockdowns where I watched so many house shows, yeah. but all that knowledge is now gone. I know what you mean though. But there like would always looking th- for a place. There'd yeah. be a couple looking for a house, and one of them's like, "Hey, I'd prefer to you know we could save a bit of money and have yeah. a do do it yourself place," and the other one's like, "I want it to be G to G." Yeah, but I can't remember what the term Me was. Me either. But it was but ha- I know what you mean. It was and a that's me. Term. Like the most I'd do is paint. <laughs> and even then I'd be like, oh, God, somebody else do it. I'll make sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> Painters put, need sandwiches. I'll mm. put the kettle on. You, you, please just do the painting. I'm so, like right now I'd paint a wall for a sandwich and a cup of tea. Great. Come on over. <laughs> and the good news, Jess, is uh, they were put in place every two minutes and it wasn't like they just threw them down anyway. They were put in place with extreme precision. Oh, my God. All four sides are accurately oriented to the four cardinal points of the compass and they are aligned north-south with an accuracy of up to 0.05 degrees. Wow. Wow. That's pretty accurate. It's really accurate. The funny thing is when they set out to make this thing, it was meant to be a barn. <laughs> <laughs> but they they failed, but they failed beautifully. Yeah. People were like, well, where's the door? Oh, <laughs> fuck. Barns have door. doors. How do you get the cows in? <laughs> Shit. <laughs> uh, the biggest enduring mystery of the pyramids is how were they built? A question that is still debated. The Greeks believed that the pyramids, this is a long time later, they thought that pyramids were built with slave labour, although evidence uncovered in the 20th century shows workers living on site. And this, as well as other evidence, led to many to dispute this fact and instead most experts proposed the pyramids were actually built by highly skilled labourers. 
Right, and they only Sick. know that because somebody was keeping a spreadsheet yes. of at all a standing the, desk, and that you know you need those people. You as need well. those people. Happy to be that person, you know. You need a day off for a wedding, funeral, whatever. You come and see Jess. She schedules it for you. You know, no worries. Jess English, are we talking about? Yeah, Jessica English. <laughs> so you're telling me the Great Pyramid of Giza had an HR department. Surely. Go. How do you manage that many people without HR? Are you kidding me? Dave, you've been a bit unrealistic here, mate. <laughs> Come on, mate. thought you were telling the story. People still wonder, getting back to the story, how did they move millions of stone blocks weighing up to 16 tonnes? One common explanation is that they may have used a ramp, a sloping... <laughs> simple explanation. A sloping and encircling embankment of brick, earth and sand, which was increased in height and length as the pyramid rose, and then the stone blocks were possibly hauled up the ramp by means of sledges, rollers and levers. Oh, yeah. And people with very strong legs. Strong legs. I love people having a, a guess like this. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah probably a ramp. Scissor lift. Um, yeah. Yeah, probably. Some, uh, they probably just went to Kennard's higher. Probably just got an ogre to move them around. They're very strong. Small yeah. giants. There was yeah. a bridge nearby, so it could have been an ogre. An yeah. ogre. It's, uh, it was already there when they got there. So it was easy. They're like, oh, yeah, great. Sweet. I want to leave it as is. Oh, this is move in ready. What is that fucking... Yeah, what is it? What is it? People are probably yelling at their iPods right now. I, I can't think of the term either. I think it probably is like move in ready. Yeah. You know, like it's just... Probably, there's probably no real term. Is the term perfect when they yeah. say this place is perfect? Yes. Yeah. Maybe there is there no term. Anyway, Dave, please do go on. Uh, one of the reasons people point to things like aliens and supernatural powers building the pyramids is there isn't any recorded evidence of how they built them. There's no plans or inscriptions describing the build or the process or, or something like that. But the reality is that's probably because they were built by Egyptians using techno- technological means, which most likely were so common at the time and so basic to them, they felt no need to record them. They're like, yeah, of course that's how we build it. <laughs> we don't need to write down how we built it yeah. because that's what we do. Mm. It's obvious. It's funny how, yeah, you, you kind of, or well, I always thought, you know, Time as time moves on, we evolve better ways of doing things. We get smarter and stuff. You know, then hearing from different history podcasts and stuff that there were big dips in. Oh technology yeah, it's not and, like it doesn't move in one direction. Yeah, it's not yeah. linear. But you know, like the you know, wasn't it the aqueducts? Like the, there was this. It was very advanced stuff the Romans were using. If I'm remembering this right, and then you know, not many generations later, they were all in ruins, and people were like. How the fuck do you use yeah. these things? <laughs> They're like, I don't, we don't know how to fix how that. How do you fix mm. that? So funny. Mm. So they may have just been extremely advanced. That's why, again, why it's important to have someone taking notes. Yeah. Yeah. I can do that. You can write down how, what are you, how are you doing what you're doing? Yeah. Explain it to me. I'll write I'll that down. document the process. Yeah. Uh, they might be the only surviving ancient wonders, but they have not survived intact by any means. Mm. I actually did not realize this, but when originally constructed, the Great Pyramids, which we, we all know what they look like, they were cased. Exactly. Yeah. And they're like, you know, there's blocks stacked on top of each other. Yeah. But they're actually cased in smooth white limestone over the top. Oh. Like rendered. Yeah. And precisely worked blocks were placed in horizontal layers and carefully fitted together with mortar. Their outward faces cut at a slope and smoothed to a high degree. So it was all flat and smooth. I was going to make oh. a joke at the start of like how how many times do you reckon they've had to repaint or re-render? <laughs> yeah. But it really was. Yeah, they were covered in a smooth That's interesting. white rock. Go to ruin. A bit disappointing actually. 
who's there looking after it? If I, you know, I remember the mummy. Mm. Wasn't there a whole group of people who were exactly. meant to be there looking after it? Someone dropped the ball. Someone in HR. Yeah. There was that hunk on horseback. Mm. Oh, horseback he, hunk. He dropped the ball. Credited as. Oh, God. Horseback hunk. The outer surface of the casing stones were finally polished, so the pyramid shimmered in the bright sun oh. and was visible for miles around. So, so it, they already look incredible, but they must have looked amazing. They're like shimmering. Shimmering like, in wow. the desert sun. That's cool. Over the centuries, the limestone fell away and was later utilised as building material for the city of Cairo. And that is a common occurrence with these wonders. People go, yeah, no, I need that for, to build something else. So wow. they just take down you know, a beautiful structure. Small bits of it can still be seen on the ground around the Great Pyramid, though. Uh, the pyramid was also once topped by a capstone known as, and this is also a new word for me, a pyramidian. 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 The, thing, the capstone on top of a pyramid. It's like a oh. little pyramid hat. Yeah. Pyramidian. I love it. That's cute. It's not 100% known what this was made of. It could have been limestone, granite, or basalt, but some speculate it was made of gold. Yeah, that's what I'm imagining. <gasps> on top of a you know white shimmering gold on top. It would have looked but so good. It would have looked like a little gold nipple. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been cute. <laughs> I would have done it with just like corrugated iron, maybe. Yeah. You know, Calibon steel or whatever. That stuff lasts. It lasts. It looks great. You know, you're watering the garden, you get distracted by it. That's how good it looks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if the ads are to be believed. Because yeah, you're in love with your fence. <laughs> yeah. God, that's a good fence. But I then love the, my fence. And just, you know, when you're inside there, you know, mummified or whatever, that beautiful sound of rain on a tin <laughs> roof. Oh, oh, my God. Oh, the rain's in Nothing here. better than that. What, when you can't get to sleep yeah. and it starts raining, oh. you're like, here we go. It's like a massage for your ears. Yeah, give me five minutes. I'll be, I'll be in snoozeville. <laughs> yeah, but then it gets a little too heavy. <laughs> and you're you like, thinking, shut the fuck up. Is that thing in a hole? Yeah. <laughs> Is this pyramidian going to hole? It's fun, isn't it? <laughs> But all in all, with these losses, the pyramid is now about eight meters shorter than it was when it was intact. So eight how impressive meters. is it then? It was even taller. That happens as you age. <laughs> you lose, lose about eight lose meters. Eight meters. <laughs> yeah, grandma, she used to be, you know, nine meters. Yeah. Now she's only one. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, the term is move in ready. I was thinking it was going to be more satisfying than that. Oh. I'm sorry. I'm yeah. sorry. I'd love to know what combination of words you search for that. <laughs> Okay, I can tell you. Real estate word for when you move, when <laughs> it's ready to move into. When place is good to go. I searched term meaning house is ready to move in, <laughs> no renovation required. And it, Google said, "Did you mean move in ready?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're like, huh? huh I suppose yeah, I did. I get it. There you go. I was thinking it was going to be more satisfying than that, but fine. Great uh, to disagree. <laughs> All three pyramids were plundered both internally and externally in ancient and medieval times. The only remaining object in the king's chamber, because remember, it's supposed to be a burial place. the king. Is. He's not there. Oh, my God. Rude. It's a sarcophagus made out of a single hollowed out granite block. But when it was rediscovered in the early Middle Ages, it was found broken and any contents had been removed. Someone had nicked him. They nicked him. Surely that's not the bit to nick. Yeah. The corpse. If you don't want to be cursed forever. Yeah. I guess it depends on what you're into. Some people, sure, that's probably the exact thing they'd want to steal. For me, it'd be that big bit of granite. Yeah, oh yeah. Imagine what you could do with that. Make it a bench. Yeah. Beautiful. Oh, beautiful. Beautiful. Get a few kitchen tops out of that. Gorgeous. <laughs> well, just the biggest kitchen top in the world. Yeah. Whoa. I mean, if you if you're not if you're the kind of person who doesn't need a move-in ready house yeah. and you want to do a few of your own personal touches, maybe a sarcophagus <laughs> kitchen. 
top granite top would be <laughs> well, like, beautiful. There are grand designs. They're like, oh, as you can see here, Kevin, we've uh, actually imported a pyramidian from the ancient <laughs> Egypt pyramid. And Kevin automatically knows exactly what they're talking about. Yeah, he knows everything. He's like, oh, yes, of course. Of so course. Despite not being a qualified architect myself, I will critique the architecture of this building. <laughs> Kevin, you used to create theatre sets. Yeah. That's your job. Well, that doesn't take... A certain, uh, a certain creative like... ability. Doesn't it feel like Dave's been holding on to that for a while? Dave's been watching a lot of Grand Designs. I love too. it though. I love him. I love it. I love when he's negative, and I love forty-five minutes later when I know he's going to be positive. <laughs> <laughs> love it. <laughs> he's always like, "They're never going to do it." I can't believe they did it. Oh wow, they did it. Uh, so the afterlife was a big deal for the Egyptians, and it was supposed to house the pharaoh's remains forever. So putting a massive marker on top of your burial spot actually kind of backfired. Uh, it may be the reason why they stopped building pyramids and instead started being buried in a distant valley carved into rock, hidden away, now known as the Valley of the Kings. Sadly for them, most of them have since been found too, but it's how Tutankhamun was able to lie in peace until 1920. Wow. That is such a long time. Hot for tart. <laughs> Hot for tart. So we're going to find him eventually, you know. Got to. A man with that kind of aura. Yeah. Just get his vibe. Oh, yeah. Worldhistory.org writes that although the Great Pyramid of Giza and other the other smaller pyramid, pyramids, temples, monuments and stuff around it continued to be respected throughout Egypt's history, the site fell into decline after the Roman occupation and then annexation of the country in 30 BCE. At this time, they were already 2,600 years old. <laughs> There's that often circulated fact that Cleopatra lived closer to the launch of the iPhone than she did to the building of the Great Pyramids, and she lived around this time, so it's true. <laughs> Wow. Isn't that wild? Uh, the site was more or less neglected until Napoleon's Egyptian campaign of 1798, during which he brought along his team of scholars and scientists to document ancient Egyptian culture and monuments. Napoleon's work in Egypt attracted others to the country who then inspired still others to visit, making their own observations and conduct their own excavations. And the peoples of Europe's fascination with Egypt really kicked off in the, in the 19th century. And you used to be able to climb the Great Pyramid, but nowadays it's highly illegal and trespass can result in jail time, although that doesn't stop people from sneaking around the guards at night. Danish photographer Andreas Hivid caused great controversy in 2018 when he published a photo of himself having sex with a woman on top of the pyramid. On the nipple. <laughs> on top of the nipple. He later clarified that the lady in the photo was a model and that they d- it just looked like they were doing it. But they oh, it's okay. Doing. She was a model. <laughs> She's allowed to have sex anywhere. <laughs> She's hot. Yeah. But uh, the Egyptian government were very pissed. It doesn't... How high How high is the pyramid again? It's in the like the 300 metre high club or something. <laughs> it doesn't feel like the easiest place to um, to bang. On the tip? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> like, why can't it just be a selfie on it? Like, why do you have to be... Anyway, yep. What a, what a cool guy. What a... Ugh. Oh, it's not cool to bang a model on the top of the pyramid? <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. Well, the idea of what's cool has changed in my time, obviously. In your 4,500 years. I can't think of anything cooler <laughs> than banging a model on the top of the fucking pyramids. <laughs> Sounds like the coolest guy of all time. Just like, mm, oh, banging a model on the top of a pyramid. What a loser. <laughs> fucking hell. I missed his name. Was it James Dean? Who was this guy? <laughs> uh, Andreas. Mm. I don't oh, know. Stop it. 
People that came to Egypt in the 9th century said, man fears time and time fears the pyramids. Because they've been around for so long. And hopefully they last for many more thousands of years. That's a fun quote. So that's the only surviving. Wow. And I've done the most research on that because there's so much information on it because it's still there. Yeah. Did you get close? Did you get, because you, you got to Northern Africa on your recent trip? Yes, closest I've ever been, but I have not been to the pyramids. But we flew over on the way there. That's cool. Uh, so I was sitting on a wing, so I didn't get to see them out the window. But, but you were boning at the time as well, so yes, it's hard to look out the window. No, I, it looked like I was boning. <laughs> I wanted everyone to think that, <laughs> but it wasn't. Oh, sorry, I forgot who I was talking to. You certainly weren't boning. Even he, like, that was an opportunity <laughs> for him to be like, yeah, I was, and he was still like, He's no, too no. honest, too honest. <laughs> I'm in the mile high posing <laughs> as if you're having sex club. Yeah. Sorry. I'm very proud of that's you. more exclusive. Yeah, that's mm. true. <laughs> it's easier just to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to appear like I'm doing it mm. at all times. Hey, get the captain down here. I want him to see something. Perspective tricks. <laughs> yeah. You're actually three meters apart from each other. <laughs> all right, moving on from the most famous of the seven wonders to probably the second most well known, but also. The most controversial. Ooh. Ooh. Is that the, the other one I've heard of? Yeah, the Hanging Gardens of Babylon. It sounds very nice. The pictures of it are amazing. Yes. But it's controversial because they might never have existed. What? Whoa. And I want to say pictures, I mean drawings. Thank God, There's no yeah. photos. The photo. <laughs> I don't know it at all. I'm going to look up the photos. Look up this amazing art inspired by it. The gardens were said to have been built in the ancient city of Babylon near the royal palace in what is present day Hila in Iraq. They were possibly built by the Babylonian king Nebuchadnezzar II. Oh, he's a famous one. Yeah. Nebuchadnezzar. Great name. Very good name. Around 600 BC, meaning that they are 2,000 years younger than the pyramids. Wow. And they're the second oldest, apparently. Isn't that ridiculous? So that's why yeah. they're laughing when they're like, uh, we should probably be in our own category. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there must have been so many that came and went yeah. in the meantime. 2,000 years of human history. It's so funny. They're like, yeah, we're just building a thing we build, not realizing that they're building it in such a perfect way that it It'll be there forever. The story goes for the Hanging Gardens that the king built the towering gardens to ease his lover Amethyst's homesickness for the natural beauty of her home in Medea, northwestern Iran. At the time, Nebuchadnezzar II was seen as one of the most powerful rulers in the world. Had a lot of clout, had a lot of cash. (laughs) What do you you want? Yeah, what do you want? Sex on top of a pyramid. You want to, <laughs> to be, be cool. To appear that you have yeah, sex exactly. on top of a pyramid. So what do we got? We got money, clout, sex on a pyramid. In what order though? <laughs> In what order? That doesn't make sense. Because we started that conversation off the podcast. <laughs> yeah, we were talking about clout and sex off the podcast. <laughs> we have some weird combos. <laughs> we think of hanging gardens, what you probably do, I, I do, as meaning hanging in like basket type things. Yeah, that is what I was thinking. But the name is actually derived from the Greek word chromastos, meaning overhanging, and probably refers to gardens on raised structure, like a terrace. Yep. That kind of. Beautiful. Like you're in, the garden's up above you, oh, but it's not, cool just, not all hanging. Gorgeous. The gardens were said to have been planted as high as 75 feet in the air. So high up. On huge square brick terraces that was laid out in steps like a theatre. This would mean they would have had to have had an incredibly complex irrigation system for the plants to survive the conditions of their area. According to history.com, though there are multiple accounts of the gardens in both Greek and Roman literature, none of them are first hand 
and no mention of the gardens have been found in Babylonian inscriptions. And you'd think if you had something that cool, you'd probably yes. like tweet about it. You'd inscribe something. You know you? what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Surely. 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 Because of this, the Hanging Gardens remain the only one of the seven wonders for which the location has not been definitely established. So we're not sure what happened to them or if they're completely fictional. Whoa. Mm. Although archaeologists continue to search. So who knows? This time next year, they'll probably be in the news as being discovered yeah. as they always are. Because <laughs> we, I don't know, there's something magic in our drinking water and we keep talking about things just before there's news about them. Any day now. People yeah. have been searching for 2,000 years. They're going to find it. So they've been the, the great subject for artist impressions over the years. And like I, like we were saying before, if you look at look it up on an image search, there's some beautiful, stunning, palatial gardens there. I would guess that somebody's tried to create that in The Sims. Oh, Definitely. Or like Minecraft. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Oh, Absolutely. Be... And it's probably beautiful. Wow. For those little Sims to enjoy. <laughs> Get them in the pool. And you're thinking like it's got to have a great irrigation system. I reckon you just water at the top. And just, oh, yeah. just go, it just seeps down. I just trickle down economics oh. 101. <laughs> yeah. It's not that hard, mate. <laughs> bit of water for the big guys. <laughs> bit of water for the little guys. Bit of water for the little guys. Thank you very much. Have all the, the uh, generational wealthy plants <laughs> up the top. <laughs> the beautiful ferns. <laughs> yeah. You got the weeds down the bottom. There'll be some for us any second now, guys. <laughs> Here we go. Here you we think go. of yourself as a weed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, the third oldest of the ancient wonders takes us to Greece itself to visit the statue of Zeus at Olympia. Mm. This statue was erected around 435 BC, having been commissioned by the Elians, custodians of the Olympic... Aliens? <gasps> oh, my gosh. It's so that, close. Jess, have you just... Cracked crack this case wide open? <laughs> <gasps> and the, the, these aliens are also custodians of the Olympic Games. <gasps> it all makes sense. Rog? Does that, does that include Rog? What's his name? It's Rog. Rog. What's Rog? It's Rog. Was it Rog one of the Olympic boss guys? Is that a, a mascot? Rog? <laughs> Rog. I'm sure there was a guy called Rog. Have we not talked about Rog before? I don't think. I don't remember Rog. Rog. <laughs> well, there's, there's Dick Pound. Oh, Dick Pound. <laughs> I mean... Is that Adigo who you meant when you Brown. said you mean, Rog? No, what did I... The vice president of the International Olympic Committee, Dick Pound? Is that who you meant? <laughs> oh, Dick Pound's fantastic. Why am I thinking of someone called Rog? I'm just remembering Roy and HG when they used to do Olympic shows. I'm sure they kept banging on about someone called Rog. <laughs> Have I made that up? It's possible. That's funny. If I knew how to spell Rog... I'd be a better chance, but anyway. I don't see how there's too many options in how to spell rog. <laughs> oh, okay. Jacques Rog. Jacques Rog. <laughs> Jacques Rog. R-O-G-G-E, president from 20, 2001 to 2013. Jacques Rog. What a reference. Do you think he's, is he an alien? <laughs> Do you think Rog and Pound are Dick aliens? Pound. Dick Pound, Jacques Rog. What, yeah. And what are, what are the Olympic rings, if not a little map of, a, of somewhere for the aliens to land? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What, what are they? I asked you that. Not a map of somewhere for the aliens to land. What are they? Can I just say? How else can you explain it? I arrest her, my case. No further questions. I thought that was going to make some sense when you started it, but it didn't. What else could they be? What else could they be? What else could they be? Well, what else could Obviously, they be, Matt? there's a space for the blue aliens, the green aliens. There's a space for them all. 
they're all welcome you know what you've turned me around (laughs) i can't argue against that (laughs) it's actually beautiful when you put it like that so the statue of zeus it was commissioned by the aliens (laughs) custodians of the olympics (laughs) Now, we all know about the Olympic Games, but at the time, these are the ancient games, of course, they weren't the only cities holding games. And competition was fierce, not just on the field, but also between the games and their host cities. Ah. So like, there was the Commonwealth Games as well and yeah, other such yeah. things. <laughs> Pretty important big games that yeah. I think most of the world, not just Australia, who wins a lot of medals <laughs> for the only time. Yay, we beat some people. <laughs> And Canadians do well as well. Let's not. Yeah. And the New Zealanders. But it is good when America's not there. It does make it a little easier. It makes for, it a bit easier. <laughs> yeah. You can take out like... America, China, and Russia. Yeah. yeah. We're looking good. And we're looking good. Uh, it does help a little. You know, and... population wise, we're a lot smaller. Oh, yeah. I mean, think about that for a second. So, factor that in. Factor that in. That's also part of Melbourne's uh, culture. What, everyone here is an Olympian. Yeah. That's everyone. Right. There's not enough of us otherwise. Dave's an Olympic chess player and we're very proud of him. That's Thank how you. we all know Andrew Gaze. That's why he's one of our mates. Yeah, Gaze. Because we all know each other. We're all Olympians here. All in the village. Yeah. So like I said, the aliens were the custodians of the Olympic <laughs> Games. And seeking to outdo their rivals, they hired sculptor Phidias to recreate a statue or to create a statue of Zeus in the newly constructed Temple of Zeus. No relation. <laughs> Pure coincidence. <laughs> Phidias was well known, having previously constructed the massive statue of Athena Parthenos in the Parthenon in Athens. Hmm. No relation. No relation. (laughs) But this new commission was next level. Zeus, the god of the sky and chief deity of ancient Greek mythology, was depicted sitting on an elaborate cedarwood throne ornamented with ebony, ivory, gold, and many precious stones. Living together in perfect harmony. Absolutely. And despite being seated... He was still 13 metres or 42 feet tall and filled the full height of the temple. It kind of looked... It, it wow. said it looked like if he stood up, he would take the roof off. Whoa. So he can't... That's un, that's uncomfortable. You can't stand. Never stand, yeah. Oof. Don't love that. No standing desk there. <laughs> take the roof off. <laughs> it took eight years to construct. On his outstretched right hand was a statue of Nike goddess of victory and in the god's left hand just was, do it just <laughs> i hate myself and in the god's uh left hand was a puma shoe so a pair of puma i was pants. gonna say uh <laughs> adidas but i know that freaks out american listeners when we say it like adidas. that have you got a picture there maddie yeah, I mean, I'm guessing there's just different artistic. Oh yeah, yeah. Yes, there's a lot of. I'll be posting on our social media one a day. I think of the great because that would be of the ancient a wonders week's worth. exactly. Because the wow. the fact is, the fact that they built it on wood might be part of the reason why it doesn't exist anymore. Feels like big stone, multi-ton rocks was the way to go with the pyramids. Yeah, keep it going. Because that stuff doesn't burn. Mm. Uh, Zeus himself was made from ivory. As in like elephant tusks? Yeah, that, that kind of stuff, which they amazingly shaped. Wow. They put together many, many pieces of it. A lot of elephant blood was spilt. Yes, it's kind of awful to imagine. Uh, <laughs> but moving on, his <laughs> ivory was used for his flesh and he was draped in gold, solid gold. To protect the ivory, it was constantly coated in olive oil, which is kind of weird. So he's oily. He's always and oily. And he sat above a small pool of oil so it didn't spill into the... 
into the rest of the building. I use that excuse as well. <laughs> I like people are like, why are you oiling yourself up? Oh, it's to preserve me or whatever. Pre- preserve the ivory. The ivory. Stop asking. People are so rude. I'm oh, sorry they, they keep so asking rude. you while you're dousing yourself in oil. <laughs> so, Extra <okay>. virgin. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Dave, I borrowed your oil. <laughs> hey, I wasn't finished with that. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing with it? No questions. <laughs> you don't want to know. And I tell you what, the people on the Jetstar flight <laughs> were not amused. <laughs> the oil was getting in the chairs. Got it. I was slipping off the seat. <laughs> Very hard to... It's hard to clean. Very hard to clean. Very hard to get in the club up there yeah. when you're so slippery. <laughs> yeah. like no one can get a grip on you. Yeah, it looked like I was having sex, but really <laughs> I was slipping all over the place. <laughs> uh, so the, he, was, he actually was above a pool of oil that, that yeah. held it and that actually reflected his image and made it look even bigger. Wow. <laughs> so it's it constant oil. Weird. I mean, yeah, I guess the fact that it's a sculpture and not a real person makes it a bit better. But if I was a real person just constantly being covered in oil, sitting in a pool of oil, Sounds I would like, like that. A drink. Oh. <laughs> personally, oh, okay. personally. Okay. Yeah, the sad thing is to think about all the olives whose blood was spilt yeah. in the making of that. Yes. Kind of awful to imagine, but uh, moving on. <laughs> uh, according to legend, the sculptor Phidias asked his creation Zeus for a sign of his approval after finishing the statue. Soon after, the temple was struck by lightning. Oh, my God, I was going to joke that it was struck by oh, lightning. Oh, no, it was. Like, but, as, but I was imagining that the, the sculpture is struck by lightning and destroyed. And he's like, thank you, Zeus. He likes it. He likes it. <laughs> wow. Yeah, you'd take that, wouldn't you? Sure. Yeah, or maybe that's him saying, I hate it. Yeah, yeah have fucked my nose. Yeah, oof. I don't like that at all. It's a very tricky way to communicate. Yeah. Give, give me a sign. sign. How about just send me a text? Yeah. If you can make the sign like in words so I can read it. Yeah, or like an emoji, like a thumbs up. Oh, yeah. Make it nice and clear. But if he sends down a thumb from up and, you know, it could lands, yeah. it lands wherever it lands. It could yeah. be up, it could be down. Who knows? Oh, yeah. That's, that's you totally have to have like an arrow pointing up saying yeah. this way up. Or like a line underneath it, like when you do a six or a nine. Yes. <laughs> that will help Zeus if you're listening. These yeah. are just some and things you could do to improve the system. Or we just sent down the number 69 and you're like, he thinks it's nice. He thinks it's good. <laughs> Either way. He thinks it's nice. Same for both of us. <laughs> Despite the acclaim for his work, Phidias, the sculptor, wasn't able to avoid controversy and plotting from enemies who accused him of stealing gold from the statue of Athena at Parthenos that he created earlier. Honestly, are you a successful artist unless people, unless there's controversy? Unless people accuse you of stealing gold? Yeah. Then it's like, if that's how you know you've made it Is as it, an artist. Yeah. It's not stealing. It's being inspired by. Mm. <laughs> that's right. I steal like an artist. Yeah. He was able to disprove the accusations but was later imprisoned for impiety for including portraits of Pericles and himself on the shield of Athena on the Athena Parthenos. They were like, are you comparing yourself to the gods by putting yourself on there? And he's like, that's kind of my signature. Uh, this was almost certainly politically motivated as these people didn't like him and it's not sure if he ended up just dying in prison. Uh, oh. sad. sad. That's but he- a tough situation where, yeah, they could just... Make up any rule, yeah, and go. Oh, we don't like you, so um, yeah, you're going to prison because you made Zeus's hair yellow. Yeah, mm. and, that's and that's wrong. That's wrong. That's disrespectful to Zeus. Mm. We all know his hair is brown. Yeah, you made his little toe quite small. Yeah, you're trying to imply he's weak. 
He's actually got the biggest little toe. Yeah, like it's weird. It's bigger than his big toe. <laughs> he actually doesn't have a little toe. He's just got five big He's toes just on got each toes. <laughs> Finding footwear is a nightmare. <laughs> yeah, that's why he wears sandals. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> Don't you know anything about Zeus? <laughs> Come on, can't do close toes. Nothing will hold hold those bad boys in. <laughs> So Phidias had a horrible end, but despite this, his statue lived on for 800 years. That's pretty good innings. Pretty good. In AD 379, Roman Emperor Theodosius I came to power. He was a Christian ruler and decreed that all pagan non-Christian practices must cease. The temples were closed and the Olympic Games were shut down in 393. So he killed the Olympics. What a dog. It said that the maniacal Roman Emperor Caligula, whose antics I've done a full episode mm. on, ordered that the statue be brought to Rome so he could have the head chopped off and replaced with a sculpture of his own. One, oh, okay, yep. I was going to say, like, if it was just about cutting the head off, just do that there. Don't bring the whole sculpture <laughs> yeah. across. What just a nightmare. Off. But I understand he wants the, the hot bald if So he can be like, this is me. Is yeah, that, that my freakishly big on. toes. <laughs> <laughs> These toes are huge. Yeah. <laughs> But I don't have yellow hair. Cut that head off. (laughs) Uh, But Caligula was assassinated before that could happen. So probably just as well. He was crazy. (laughs) According to legend, though, when the workers built the scaffolding to remove the statue for Caligula, it let out a great laugh and destroyed all the scaffolding. (laughs) So, ha, ha, ha. That sounds right. Do you think that's a great laugh, Dave? Give us a great laugh, Matt. (laughs) <laughs> that was great. That was great. I get that. That was great. Dave, yours was a bit shit. <laughs> yeah, <sorry. laughs> Like when I used to uh, play Santa at Christmas parties when I was 19 and I'd go, ho, ho, ho. And that people would say, oh, Santa's a bit Scottish this year. And I'd be like, fuck <laughs> off, Grandma. How are you saying ho, oh, ho, no. ho? Oh, Merry Christmas. <laughs> That's so weird. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, um, I'm Scottish. Yeah. All right, are Grandma. you saying haggis in between? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> haggis for you, dear boy. <laughs> William Wallace was my dad. <laughs> What? I'm from Glasgow. I'm from Glasgow, eh? <laughs> we jobbies. Oh, sounds <we. laughs> <laughs> a bit Scottish. A little bit Scottish. I don't know. That's fair enough. Is that yeah. the case? No worries, Nana. <laughs> I was draped in a Scottish flag. <laughs> uh, so that's that's the story. Uh, that it laughed off the scaffolding like you'll never move me which is great until you learn that the statue of zeus was eventually successfully moved to a temple in constantinople where it is believed to have been destroyed in a fire around the year 462 probably because it had a bit of wood there you're right matt it's basically been built on kindling yeah <laughs> ready to go ready to go Sadly, no accurate copies survive. We only know what it looks like based on ancient greek descriptions and representations on coins but some say it was the most revered of all the ancient wonders. Oh. Apparently it was amazing. Yeah, cool. That's that's pretty sad that it had to go. Yeah. but yeah, all, all good things, huh? All good things. Speaking of which, next up is the Temple of Artemis at Ephesus, which was located on the western coast of Asia Minor, which is in modern-day Turkey. 
It was built in the 6th century BCE, so similar time, and was a Greek temple dedicated to an ancient local form of the goddess Artemis. It's also known as the Temple of Diana, as Diana is the Roman equivalent. Right. Of Artemis. Artemis. What do we know about Artemis? Uh, I thought Diana's always pictured with the hounds. Oh, yeah. Is Artemis fowl anything? Does that mean anything? Oh, Artemis Fowl, yes. That's a group, like a young adult novel series. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why that's in my head. Any relation there? Any relation? Yes. Jess, did you read Artemis Fowl? Yeah. Uh, no. Well. But I worked in a bookshop, so I can confirm it is a book. Okay. I never knew you worked in a bookshop. Which one? I worked at Dimmix. Wow. Yeah. For like a couple of years, maybe. Nice one. Did yeah. you ever write one of those uh, recommendations? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Book talkers. Shelf talkers. Oh, right on. I think I did, yeah. What were you recommending? Uh, Not Artemis Fowl, Probably obviously. really good stuff, I reckon. I don't remember. <laughs> you just like the Bible. Loved it. Loved it. From Jess. Big fan. Twist at the end. <laughs> You'll never see it coming. You'll never believe. <laughs> According uh, to the internet, uh, wikipedia.org, great website I've just stumbled upon, in ancient Greek mythology and religion... Artemis is the goddess of the hunt, the wilderness, wild animals, nature, vegetation, childbirth, care of children, and chastity. There's a bit of a, yeah, there's like a bit a of a contradiction there. later. Got, as well. Childbirth multiple, and chastity. She's got multiple mm. portfolios that contradict each other. Uh, she was heavily identified with Selene, the moon, and Hecate, or Hecate, another moon goddess, and was thus regarded as one of the most prominent lunar deities in mythology. Alongside the aforementioned two. There you go. There you go. The hunting one, that makes sense why she's often got dogs with her. Right. And fowl? Chickens? Mm, Where do they come in? She smelled terrible. (laughs) (laughs) So it's the Temple of Artemis is what we're talking about. And it was massive, measuring 350 by 180 feet or 110 by 55 metres, which for scale makes it twice the size of the Parthenon in Athens. Wow. It had 126 40-foot marble columns and was heralded with incredible artwork. It was so magnificent, it it caused Philo of Byzantium to say, I have seen the walls and hanging gardens of ancient Babylon, the statue of Olympian Zeus, the Colossus of Rhodes, the mighty work of the High Pyramids and the tomb of Morsalus. But when I saw the temple at Ephesus rising to the clouds, all these other wonders were put in the shade. Wow. So... Cop that. So he had seen the Hanging Gardens, supposedly. Supposedly. Firsthand. And I'd also just told you that people said that Zeus was the best one, and he just said, that sucks. Wow. Get out of here, Zeus. Get me here. Hey, they've all got their fans mm. so far. Mm. The architect behind the temple was Sherisfron. Almost certainly saying that incorrectly. The building had many lintels, which are horizontal structural beams that extend over an opening, like between the height of a door or a window, keeps the wall at the top. In this case, they connected the marble columns. Oh, yeah. They're a nightmare if you're trying to put a wall split air conditioner on uh, yeah. in a in a in like a, a multi-storey apartment building. Still lintels, you can't drill through those. Oh, you're dreaming. So... Um, or you can, but, you know, that's going to be pretty spendy. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> Which is a term Dave taught me means expensive. <laughs> a little bit spendy. bit spendy. Americans say it, apparently. Well, I heard you one pick up on your travels. It. bit ha- spendy. How about this on my travels with Americans? I'm in Amsterdam. 
I'm waiting a long time for a lift with three other American ladies because their friend is like, you know, coming through the lobby and I'm over a minute. We're waiting for, I'm coming, I'm coming. She's yelling. (laughs) Not in that context. Um, (laughs) No one was thinking in that context. As soon as I said that, I was like, all right, I can see why she was taking a minute. But um, (laughs) give me a second. Why was she taking so long to... To walk over to the lift. Get into the lift and then she gets in, the doors close and one of them says to me, um, oh, are you enjoying your trip so far? And I said, so far, so good. Having a pretty good, no, having a good time. Then I get to my level and I get out and I hear one of them say to the other, oh, I guess some people just don't understand American kindness. <laughs> and then the door closed. And <laughs> Wait, I was what? like, I was perfectly polite. <laughs> So far, so good. I'm having a good time. Wait, what? What were you supposed to do? I don't know. What was the American kindness? I don't understand. I don't know. Making you wait ages and then saying, are you enjoying your trip? Yeah, and me saying, pretty good. Yeah, thank you. (laughs) They just thought you were were a bit, maybe you were a bit gruff or something. Yeah, maybe you were supposed to ask them. You didn't ask them. Oh, yeah. I didn't have time. We'd already waited five minutes in the lift. Far out. Dave. I didn't realize you Just were a, a rude boy. Yeah, I knew right. you loved Scar, but I didn't realize you were. <laughs> a, a My rude goodness! Boy. With apologies to anyone who does understand American kindness. Apparently, I do not. That's pretty disappointing to hear that about you, Dave. Sorry, everyone. But back to the lintels. I talk about it because it was so complicated to do. The architect contemplated suicide when lowering them in because he was so stressed about it. Oh my god! Jesus! But the way they did it was quite ingenious. They ended up. Lowering the lintels into place by stacking them on top of bags of sand. That is and then good. slowly letting out sand at the bottom until they what? Uh, filled perfectly the gap between the, the columns. And then they're like, great. So wow, just, that's clever. They obviously, they didn't have cranes or anything like that. So they just got to lower, lower, lower. Or like modern cranes anyway. Lower, lower, lower. Bang. They had the birds. Yeah, yeah they, they had, had birds. Many birds. That sounds very it? clever. And, yeah, cranes. And then <laughs> I saw they're, they're in Morocco and they are... Huge. Really? And they build nests on top of anything. And I think they're sort of seen as like a bit of a sacred bird. So no one ever moves them away. A bit lucky. And the nests are big enough for like you, a human could get inside it. Wow. They are. Did you try? Yes, I did. Wow. Are you? Have you been adopted by the cranes? I have. Wow. Fraser. Fraser Crane. <laughs> yes. It's a big Airbnb industry over there. Crane nests. Crane, get in. Wow. There you go. Poor old Sheriff's Front didn't quite get to see all of his labors though because it took 50 years to build this temple he died before its completion and his son metagenes had to complete the construction but the temple had quite the history of, of all of them probably has the, the most checkered history it stood for nearly 200 years but then along came a guy called herostatus hero by name hero by nature okay. or so he thought okay you see yeah, wow. herostatus was desperate for fame a lot of people to know. Aren't we all? On the 21st of July, 356 BC, which legend has it is the day Alexander the Great was born, Herostratus set fire to the temple, burning it to the ground. Why? The building had a wooden roof and staircase, and once one of the columns collapsed, so did the rest. That's a bit naughty. Herostratus was arrested and admitted that he burnt it down so that his name would go down in history. Oh. That was the reason? Yeah, he did it for fame, for infamy. <laughs> Wow. And now you're playing right into his hands, Dave. Yes. Well, he was executed. <laughs> this and is exactly what he wants. Yes. The authorities created a, after they killed him, a damnatio memori, 
law forbidding anyone to mention his name orally or in writing in an attempt to stop him from getting his wish. Yeah, the old Voldemort rule. Oh. Don't say his name. Orally or in writing, but you could still hear his name, taste his name, <laughs> or touch his name. You could think it. Oh, you could still think his name as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, nice try. Trying right to now. trying to tell me what I can can and can't do up here. Can do anything up here. Do anything yeah. up here. I'm tasting his name right now up here. Tastes good. <laughs> Yum, pineapple. I'm going back for more. <laughs> uh, the law was obviously ineffective as evidenced by me talking about him 2,300 years later. You're such a bad boy, Dave. Look at you breaking <laughs> the rules. I break the rules. Whatever. <laughs> you don't care, do you? Oh, you're such a bad boy. I say whatever comes into my yeah, mind. Yeah, he does. bap. <laughs> Shimmy chow. <laughs> He's crazy. <laughs> Shimmy chow. I've never heard this used before, but apparently Herostratus has become a colloquial word for someone who commits a criminal act in oh. order to become famous. Oh. Okay. Herostratic fame refers to Herostratus and means fame sought at any cost. Have you ever heard that? No, I no, haven't. But, but I love it. I love it. I love so, it. Stop copying me. <laughs> Jess, I love it. So he burned it down to get famous. Then the temple was rebuilt and survived until late antiquity. Until Dave, the, can you put that into numbers? Uh, the Gothic invasion of two of, of two six seven. Okay. The year two six seven. <laughs> You're like, where are the numbers? <laughs> it was destroyed again. It was once again rebuilt, however. <gasps> However, it was torn down for the last time in the year 401 by Christians. Until <sighs> today. Let's rebuild Let's it, baby. Let's well, rebuild it. Love it. We'll make it move in ready. <laughs> today, only the foundations and a solitary column stand as a reminder of the incredible temple. There's one column left. Oh, wow. original column? Yeah. That's it. That's Although. Amazing. Any sandbags? <laughs> yeah. Plenty of sand. You can see a reconstruction at a miniature park in Istanbul. Oh. A mini construction. That's cute. Lego world or something. Which is probably the photo I'll, I'll post. <laughs> this yeah. is the best. And you look at it, it, it's amazing. It's like surrounded by columns. It looks awesome. Wow. And the lintels? How, how good are they? Oh, my goodness. They are perfect. <laughs> but you will not be putting an air conditioner through those. Absolutely not. Too spendy. Too spendy. Still Wait, trying to spend. make it happen. <laughs> I don't think you can pull it off. Just being honest. Yeah, no, that's right. Don't do it. Spenny's already right there. Yeah, I think I feel like Spenny from you just feels better. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'll stick with a classic. <laughs> well, while you stick with a classic, we'll be back after these messages. Or if there's no messages, I'll continue talking right now. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether it's your first ever website or your business is expanding, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website and engage with your audience. Upload video content, organize your video library and showcase your content on beautiful video pages. You can even sell access to your video library by adding a paywall to your content. 
Cha-ching. <laughs> you can help with written content on your website with Squarespace AI, which I used to write this next sentence, so check this out. Generate instant, personalised results that know and show your brand identity. Explain what your site is about, choose your tone, and enter what you need to get short or long-form text. Squarespace AI... Squarespace AI makes it easier to go live, stand out, and succeed online. Oh, Dave, if only it could also not just write it, but read it too. (laughs) And edit it. (laughs) Hey, sell exclusive content on your site by adding a paywall to sell memberships or courses. Or sell files your customers can download like PDFs, music, or eBooks. Man, it's starting to sound like I'm obsessed with money. (laughs) (laughs) And you are. So head to squarespace.com slash do go on for a free trial and to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Okay, on to my favourite of the wonders. Oh, he's got a fave. I wish I could see it. The Mausoleum at Harlekarnassus. Located in what is now Bodrum in southeastern Turkey, the monument was the tomb of Mausolus, ruler of the small kingdom of Caria in southwestern Asian Minor. It was named the Mausoleum after Mausolus and was so famous that Mausoleum became the generic term for outdoor monumental tombs. There you go. That's where the term... Mausoleum comes from. From Mausolus. Is that a fun fact or at least a grim fact? That's at least a grim fact. Yeah. I think I it might be a fun grim. And and it's crazy that you would make that call because well, it's absolutely not your place to do it. I think you, you're in charge of grim. Yes. Jess, you're in charge of fun. So I, we've got the tick I, I from grim. I think it's that fun. Okay, so it's just a grim fact. Yeah. Maybe but, it's interesting. Okay. It's an interesting fact, but that's not my territory. I, I was, trying to, I was yeah. trying to push into your territory then. I'm aware of what you were and trying to do and you, I simply won't allow it. You mounted your forces yeah. or whatever they do right on the boundary. That's right. And you sent me back. Yeah. I fired some arrows at you. I, I said, thought, fuck off. I thought fuck ma- off. maybe maybe I could <laughs> Shoot. start a new thing that's grim fun. No. But I can't. Absolutely not. You own all fun. Yep. I am the master of fun. <laughs> There's nothing more fun than that. <laughs> yeah. Being, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Nazi for fun. Yeah. You're a fun Nazi. I'm a fun can Nazi. Can I say that? Yes, you can. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so the mausoleum was built in Caria's capital city, Harlequinassus, between 353 and 351 BCE by his sister, Artemisia II, who was also his widow. Wait, say that again. Sister and wife. So she was alive as a sister but dead as his wife? <laughs> yeah. Is that what you mean? How does that even happen? Mausolus had married his sister and then he died so she became the sister widow before she was the sister wife. Okay. That's not. Yeah. Some people take keep it in the family too literally. Yeah. I think you can. You ex- don't do that. You don't do that. But I read this and I thought. Different time. Still. You're saying different time. I thought this has got to be a cultural thing. I looked into it. He was the first in his family to marry his sister. So oh, it was not okay. common. Nobody else in the family no. had married his sister? <laughs> no, yeah. That's Can you interesting. Imagine? Not even his brother. God, she must have been a real uggo or something. Nobody wanted to marry her. So eventually he was like, all right. All right. I don't okay. want to have a loser in the family. I'll marry you. <laughs> I'll marry you to save the family's image. There's so many other people that you can marry. Don't marry your sister or your brother. Just don't do it. Yeah. Okay. Don't marry anyone, sister. Oh, marry yeah, that's only, good. only only children. children. Yeah. Ah, oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Just to be safe. Just in case. How do you know that they're definitely not your sister? Yeah, that's right. Were you there at the birth? No. Probably not. Hopefully and not. And if you were, you probably shouldn't marry them. That's yeah, right. There you go. You're too old. Never marry a sister or a brother. <laughs> that's right. Yep. Okay. 
I think that's important. And yeah, I'm glad we finally important. got to that. We put, we put it there. So, the building. Put it there. Put, put it there. there. Make it, we making a deal? <laughs> yeah, put it there, put Dave. There. We're bringing that into uh, law now. Put it there. <laughs> so, the mausoleum was built by Artemisia II, who's the wife slash widow for uh, the resting place of her husband slash brother. The building was designed by the Greek architects Pythias and Satyros. <laughs> Pythi and, and Satyr. That's fun. That's good. That is fun. Shotgun they, Pythi. <laughs> did they invent these things as well? No relation. Oh. Okay. To each other, but they did invent those things. <laughs> yes. Sorry. But good they're not related because yeah. they were married. Yeah. <laughs> and that was fine. That's okay. It was approximately 45 metres or 150 feet in height and the four sides were adorned with sculptural reliefs, each created by one of four famous Greek sculptors, one of which was Scopus of Paros, who had supervised one of the rebuilds of the Temple of Artemis that I just mentioned earlier. So he had his fingers in a couple of these. uh, Seven wonders. Seven wonder pies. Seven pies of... I've got to do something with that. (laughs) Yeah. Seven ancient pies. (laughs) (laughs) A little clunky. We'll, get there. There. we'll get there. We'll get there. When you say you're going to do something with that, what do you, what do you, what do you mean? You're, you're going to go to each pies? of those places and eat a pie? Yes. Yes, I should visit these places. And I'll come with you and I'll eat a sandwich made on Wonder Bread. Wonder what? Wow. Can we get sponsorship for this? Seven Sangers of the world. <laughs> Seven ancient Sangers. <laughs> the best part is if the Babylon Gardens don't exist, we could just do it in our backyard. That's true. Fantastic. Prove us wrong. Uh, so this mausoleum, though, sat on a hill on top of a large stone platform and on top was 36 columns. Standing between each pair of columns was a statue. Above this was a pyramid-shaped roof and on the very top of the building were statues of four massive horses pulling a chariot in which rode images of Morsalus and his sister wife, Artemisia. So they're on top of this thing. And if you're struggling to imagine it, it was the main inspiration for the Shrine of Remembrance in Melbourne. Oh. Really? Yeah. It's based on the mausoleum of Halicarnassus. Wow, that's kind of cool. As well as many other buildings around the world. So if that doesn't ring a bell for you, look up this mausoleum, type into Google Images. It looks so awesome. It's the one I wish I could see. Can you name it again? Mausoleum of Halicarnassus. Sick. After Morsalus' death, his sister wife, Artemisia, took control of the kingdom, which was unusual as women didn't usually rule. (coughs) Thinking she'd be easy to beat... Being a feeble woman, in quotation marks, the Rhodians, a nearby kingdom, decided to invade. But Artemisia outwitted them, captured them all and their boats, and then took the captured boats back to Rhodes, where they were welcomed. They were like, oh, our boys are coming home. And then they sprang up, and she also captured all of Rhodes. Hell yeah! Hell yeah, sister. So the wife, sister wife. <laughs> Hell yeah, sister, <laughs> sister wife. wife. So that totally backfired, and she was a bit of a badass. Wow. But she was very saddened by her husband brother's death and <laughs> brother husband. Brother husband. And reportedly drank his ashes daily with wine. No, no, thank you. It's getting weirder. No, no, no. Yuck, yuck, yuck. I miss you so much. I want to drink you. But why would you put him in wine? Put him in a smoothie. Blend yeah, it up. Oh, you know, gosh. like a protein powder. You wouldn't you wouldn't notice it as much. A really grainy, gritty wine. No, thank you. How about it? I mean, at least then you got some alcohol to give you a little buzz. Yeah, that's true. Give you a little brother buzz. No reason you couldn't like put it in a in an alcoholic smoothie or like oh, a milkshake or something. Yeah, mojito. Delish. Do you, yeah. Are they sort of blended? No. <laughs> um, maybe like a pina colada, Dave's favourite. Oh, that'd be great. 
That yeah, I'll, that would be good because I wouldn't be thinking about how gra- gross the ashes are because I'd be thinking how gross the <laughs> pina colada is. Yeah, great, perfect. Yeah. What are you talking about? Pineapple Rum. milk. Pineapple. <laughs> Bit of milk in there. What? No. A creamy, frothy goodness. <laughs> no, no, no. Bit of ashes for good measure. Yum, yum, yum. Bit of I'm, I'm listening again. <laughs> Bit of protein. Is that how you would like us to consume you when you're gone? Please consume me. But I don't want to be ashes. I just want to be bits. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Just little chunks. Yeah. Oh. I'll do it like I was a boy and I'll go, I'll take your your leg, I'll chew the meat off your off your butt out the backyard. Like when I was a boy. <laughs> I didn't understand what you meant at first. I'll, I'll do what I, like I was a boy. And yeah. I was, what the hell are you hey. talking When I was a boy, I used to chew meat off the bone in the backyard because <laughs> we didn't have a dog. <laughs> You were the dog? I think so. Your parents just yell, I only realised that later. <laughs> but like the the end of the roast or, you know, whatever, yeah. the, the Sunday roast or whatever, you go, all right, Matt, you can take it out of the back. And I'll be looking at the family through the window, <laughs> chewing meat off the bone. <laughs> I'm, I'm not surprised that you're a lifelong vegetarian now because That's... you were just like, I want to make this stop somehow. <laughs> <laughs> if I tell them I don't eat any meat, they uh, can't make me can't eat make this. Meat off the bone. I miss it. <laughs> That'd be the first thing I did. <laughs> Get into the backyard. Yeah. With a bone. Ugh. But you don't like dogs. You don't understand dogs. No, no, I like I love dogs. Dogs are great. I just I don't I don't understand having a dog in it just feels weird to me to have a dog in your house. Yeah. It feels like they deserve don't deserve. They it feels like they'd be up for just roaming around. Yeah, I know. Saw a few dingoes in the wild on my trip. Ooh. It was pretty fun. That's cool. I haven't seen dingoes in the wild before. Yeah. I don't think so. That's cool. Yeah, it was great. They were both a couple of solo dingoes. I'm not sure how well Humphrey would go in the wild. Oh, Goose would be dead in minutes. Are you kidding me? Because he would run up to a bear or something and be like, hello, because he's so friendly. Where are you releasing him? In the Pacific Northwest. Of course. He can't handle a hot climate. He needs to go into the woods. So she drank her husband, brother, brother, husband. Brother, husband. Brother, husband. Uh, Over the centuries... She's been depicted in art as the heartbroken lover. Disgusting. People like Rembrandt have painted her and all sorts of things. She yeah. died two years later and was interred alongside Morsalus in the mausoleum, which was finally finished after both their deaths. She was succeeded by their younger brother and sister who also married. Okay. So there you go. Sadly, all good things must come to an end and the mausoleum was destroyed in a series of earthquakes between the 13th and 15th centuries. Whoa. It was actually the last surviving of the six destroyed wonders. Ah. So it's the closest okay. we've got. Its remains were later used in the fortification of a castle. And in 1846, pieces of one of the mausoleum's freezers were extracted from the castle and now reside, along with other relics from Harley Carnassus, as well as many other stolen pieces, <laughs> in London's British Museum, which I saw last week and inspired this whole report. Oh, wow. Ah. Cool. I'll post some photos. So that's why it's your favourite because you've seen some of it. But, but also, did you look up the, the building? It looks, it looks cool. It looks so It cool. looks like a cake. It does because it's like it's got quite a big base that sits on and then the building on top. So yeah, that chunky like base looks yeah. like I reckon someone must have made a cake out of that. Oh, I'd love cake. that cake. I just love cake. Oh, yeah. Can we get cake? Oh, it's yeah. our birthday soon. Do you get cake on your birthday? Uh, no. Oh, well, <laughs> not, not typically, no. Uh-huh. All right, Dave, I'll come to yours then. Please. <laughs> My wife always makes the same cake and I live for it. Yes. My wife. My wife. <laughs> how many, wait, how many birthdays have you had a wife for? 
well this is your first birthday with a wife yeah before that she was my sister <laughs> <laughs> sister wife and i've promoted it Sorry, to my wife. sister wife <laughs> bora <laughs> All right, we're up to our sixth one and our second last, and we're up to the Colossus of Rhodes, which is probably the coolest sounding one. It does sound pretty cool. Honestly, initially I thought you had mispronounced Rome (laughs) and and Colosseum. I was like, God damn it, Dave. Come on, mate. (laughs) I know it's been a while, mate, but come Mm, on. Colossus Uh, of Rhodes. Any guesses of what it is? What does that sound like? Um, like a like a supermarket, <laughs> like That's a Coles. Right. Yeah, maybe like a you know like an a early like an early supermarket, like a, yeah. some sort of market. The first market, maybe yeah. a drag racing strip, or you know like a you know one of a circuit, maybe one of those sort yeah, of yeah, yeah. like that Bob Jane T-Mart one outside of Melbourne. Yep. Are we close? You're so close. Yes. It is another statue. Ah, oh. oh, yeah. Second guess. Do. Why are they all statues? I mean, that. Oh, wonder. All these wonders. Ooh, oh, whatever. it's a statue. Okay. I'd, if I was doing it, I'd have one statue tops. Absolutely. And it has to be a pretty freaking a great statue. statue. But they didn't have, you know what? Now I'm realizing they didn't have that much back then. Like, we're going back. This is pre real. They probably didn't have, like, waterfalls. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. They probably didn't have, like, I don't know, big rocks or something. No. Yeah, there's no fountains. That would have been cool. Yeah. Because this is there. There is also a natural wonders of the world. Is there an ancient nat- natural wonders of the world? How many wonders <laughs> no, of the world lifts are there? Natural yeah. wonders are so old anyway. Right. Good point. Mm. That's a good point mm. when you think about it. It got me there on a technicality. Natural. Yeah. Because like the only new wonders of the world are like a sinkhole or something. Where people yeah, are like, yeah. whoa, that's pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah. It's not like things just pop up. <laughs> yeah. No. Like holy shit. Where the hell did that come from? <laughs> There's an oasis over there. Wow. A new what reef. What happened to that primary school? <laughs> <laughs> Who cares? There's the an oasis. So it was built in 305 BCE on the Greek city of Rhodes on an island of the same name, the same place captured by Artemisia 50 years earlier. Yeah, well, you mentioned Rhodes before, and I was like, I've heard that earlier on. (laughs) The statue depicts the Greek sun god Helios and was built to commemorate Rhodes' victory over the invading Macedonians in 305 BCE. The invasion was led by Demetrius I, son of Antigonus, a general under Alexander the Great, uh, and Rhodes' victory was not expected. They were like, we're going to get crushed, and then they unexpectedly won. And after the win, they were quite wealthy, having sold all the military equipment left behind by their enemies. So they spent an incredible sum commemorating their proud victory. It was the equivalent of hundreds of ships' worth. Like they, You could build a statue or have something like 500, 500 new ships, and they went with the statue. <laughs> <laughs> like on the Simpsons New Monorail. money Am I right? <laughs> yeah new money You don't know what to do with it It was sculpted by Charis of Lindos Who initially proposed it To be 50 feet high Already an enormous height But he was asked To double it Meaning the Colossus Stood yeah, approximately like, on, Let me do it 50 feet high Yeah Double it yeah. Double it 85 we close So though? close Let me round you up to Yes one, 108 Oh, feet high in the end. That's Drop awesome. eight feet. I it mean, was thirty-three that, meters. Double, is it? But if that eight feet is just a spire. Oh yeah. Fuck no. you. Which so it's thirty-three meters tall, which for scale is approximately the height of the modern Statue of Liberty from her feet to the crown. Wow. So not the base, but yeah, right. It's 
The Colossus, however, stood on a marble base that was 15 metres high or 49 feet, meaning in total it was nearly 50 metres tall. This makes the Colossus the tallest statue in the ancient world. Cop that, Zeus. Right. Because Goose wasn't... Goose. Because <laughs> Zeus was sitting down, Sitting though. down, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's a mistake. <laughs> but this this is massive, 50 metres tall. Made did, of... did the term Colossus, because that means huge thing, was that yeah. before or after this? I'm not sure if it inspired the word Colossus. That would be so cool. Colossus. I'd love, while you're looking that up, Dave, I'd love to make a request of the listeners out there. Someone who's got a little bit of uh, Photoshop skills. Could you, just for my benefit, could you put the seven wonders of the world on a scale next to Melbourne's Rialto? <laughs> yeah. Just that for, that really would helpful. help me yeah, yeah, yeah. out a lot. Because at the moment, like, I'm just really struggling to Is picture it. Big it, as it. As small, I looked up the Rialto before for you. Yeah. The Rialto's 300 metres tall. Okay. So the pyramid, half the height. Half the height. So half, half the Rialto. Yeah. Half is impressive. Oh. Yeah, I'm not actually that impressed now. Because <laughs> I was thinking, I was imagining like standing at the base of the pyramid and looking up and be like, whoa, whoa shit. So t- but yeah. if it's like not even as big as the Rialto. But you got to remember the Rialto is two buildings next to each other. Maybe yeah. it's the smaller part of the Rialto. Okay. Just mm, kind of. That doesn't sound no, right. No, I don't think many. <laughs> how many people go to the Rialto and look at the smaller part? Yeah. <laughs> Certainly not me. Not me. I ignore the smaller part. I yeah. flip it off actually. <clears throat> yeah. Say, fuck you, small fuck part. You. Fuck you. Love look- you, big bit. <laughs> I looked up the etymology of Colossus. Yeah. It's via the Latin from the Greek Colossus, applied by Herodotus, that guy before I said this, the father of history, to describe the statues of Egyptian temples. Right. So it was already in in usage. In usage, yes. Very interesting. There you go. Hmm. So, But it's really tall, the tallest in the ancient world. It was made of bronze and reinforced with iron and weighted with stones in the feet. The way they probably built it was pretty incredible. They surrounded the statue by burying it in a mountain of earth so they could carry piece by piece to the top, building it, standing up. Ah. Whenever it got bigger, they would bury it more so they could stand on top of the pile and reach the next part. And then they just dug it out again? Deeper and deeper and deeper. Yes, and because it was wearing a crown, when I saw recreations, it kind of looked like a buried Statue of Liberty. Oh, it was, the stuff. it was worth Earth all along. You maniacs. You blew it up. <laughs> you, blew it up. you did it. <laughs> so, wait, I, I'm with Je- How do they get it out? What? Like, doesn't that feel like they've just created a problem? Leaf blower. Oh. <laughs> you get have, all the dirt. You t- oh, yeah. <laughs> so, you just make all the ground lower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. You build, yeah, you build the rest of the city around it. Right. And then you never see the statue, but you know it's there. It's yeah. there, though. Wow. But no, being buried during construction meant the sculptor and the work to, workers had to wait until it was done before they could fully done before they could see it. So they had to dig it out. Yeah. And after twelve long years, the dirt was finally removed. Wow. You'd be like, I hope it's good. Uh-huh. And then it turns out you put the feet on backwards or something. Yeah, it's like one of those ah. one of those reality show reveals. Yeah. It's just a bit wonky. It's like, ah, oh, fuck. Uh. <clears throat> Get the dirt back. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I liked it better. Is is the dirt enough for an ancient wonder? The dirt of Rhodes. <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah, that's where that's that's where Mound was named after. <laughs> mound has got a massive <laughs> The sculptor never saw his finished creation. Apparently, having committed suicide before its completion, there are many stories as to why he took his own life. One is that he was almost finished when someone pointed out a small flaw. Oh no! And not. Don't do that. And not being able to face the shame. The other is that when he initially offered to build it 50 feet high and he was asked to double it, he asked for double the money. Only later realising that 
to build it that big, it would in fact cost eight times as much. The story is he apparently took his life when he went bankrupt. You got to do the sums. Ooh. He did not crunch the numbers. He did not. He was like, sure, double the material, double the time. But yeah, you would think. Took way longer. It's bigger in all sorts. It's, it's not just twice as tall. Yeah, it's bigger everywhere. Bigger girth. Bigger girth. Take you longer. Yeah. Never underestimate the girth. Yeah. Never. Always use that rule of eight. You want it bigger? Well, that'll cost eight times as much. It doesn't matter what the context is. That's why like the difference between a small pizza and a large pizza is eight times. Yeah, that's an $80 pizza. (laughs) Sorry. You want it big though. So you want eight smalls. Okay. It's not scalable like that. You can't just go, oh, I want it twice as big, it's twice as much. No. No, it's eight times as big. Eight times as much. I've got to use eight times as much pepperoni. Yeah. (laughs) And that shit ain't cheap. That shit ain't cheap. (laughs) You think I'm made of pepperoni? (laughs) I'm not. I'm a man. I've checked. It's just somebody just having a meltdown in the pizza shop. <laughs> what do you think I am? Made of pepperoni? <laughs> Certainly no, I'm not. No I don't one, know who you've been talking to. No one's that is not true. <laughs> Ask my wife. What? <laughs> I just want a pizza. <laughs> Look here, pepperoni man. Oh, that's it. I told you about the time that I tried to order a toasted cheese sandwich at a pizza shop on Ligon Street. It had on the wall, toasted cheese sandwiches available. And I said, can I have a cheese and tomato sandwich? And the guy goes... You'll have a margarita pizza. And I was like... You'll have one? Yeah. And I went, no, no, no. no. Can I have a toasted cheese sandwich? He goes, you'll have a margarita pizza. And I said one more time. He goes, you'll have a margarita. And I went, okay, I guess I'm having a margarita pizza. <laughs> you go, Vince. Well, if you're asking for a cheese and tomato toasted sandwich, yeah. you're essentially asking for a yeah. margarita I th- I pizza. Think, I think that he may not have had bread or something, but he didn't bother communicating yeah, that to yeah. me. He's like, this is the closest thing. You you should yeah. have this. You, want, you like it? cheese, you like tomato, you like bread. <laughs> it yeah. felt so threatening. Yeah, that's that's it's basically a, calzo- a calzone, Georgie boy. <laughs> had a good one of those in Italy. Of course he did. Mamma mia. Mamma mia. You're in Italy. Say. Delish. You, so, went to, you went to Italy and you had a calzone. I did. Did you get up towards the Swiss Italian border? Not close enough. You didn't get to Gudo? I didn't get to Gudo. Oh my God. Did you travel? <laughs> what was the point? If you didn't get to Gudo. Population of like 17 people. <laughs> oh, okay. You didn't visit some, Gudo. It's on my list. Some Euro trip. Yeah. Did you say that? Is that your eighth wonder of the world? Gudo. Gudo. If I'm remembering that right. Gudo. Well, this wonder, the sixth wonder, is commonly depicted in art as straddling the entrance to Rhodes Harbour with ships sailing between the legs. Oh, that's hot. According to... Yeah, don't look up. There's, there's semen <laughs> travelling between the legs. Are you serious? Come on. Come on, grow up. Grow up. Grow up, ancient people. <laughs> grow up. Grow up. You disgust me. You disgust me. Grow up. <laughs> that's my Joe Biden, mate. Grow up. <laughs> Joe Biden meets Jerry Seinfeld. (laughs) So according to Britannica, it's technically possible that the statue could have straddled the harbour entrance and the popular belief that it did so only dates from the Middle Ages. But other sources say it couldn't have possibly stood there. People say it's impossible. Okay. (laughs) Britannica says... It's impossible. It's impossible. That design feature could explain why it stood for the shortest amount of time of all the ancient wonders only lasting 56 years. Ah. It was toppled by an earthquake in 226 BCE, snapping it at the knees. Ooh. And then it just fell over. Ow. Oops. It was foretold by an oracle that if it was to be rebuilt, Rhodes would suffer a great misfortune, so it was left in ruins. Oh, 
Fuck, this is a fortune teller. However, it was still an attraction to see even the remains on the ground. That's how big it was. Just its thumb was apparently bigger than most statues of the day and people couldn't physically get their arms around the thumb. That's fun. That's fun, isn't that it? That is fun. That, I mean, I, you, sometimes the things that didn't quite go right are more fun to, as yeah. a, an attraction anyway, right? Mm. Like who gives a fuck about the Tower of Pizza if it's not a, yeah, a, a it's little just a tower. Yeah, that's true. Just be a tower. Yeah, who gives a shit? Like, whatever. I don't think we would have heard of it. Why did I get on the train to see this? I feel like an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> where's, the, where's the closest Irish pub? Yeah. yeah. But if you're able to pose next to it, yeah. looking like you're pushing it <laughs> over or holding it up. That is fun. Using perspective tricks to make it look like you're boning a model. <laughs> <laughs> I only look like I was having sex with this tower. <laughs> Yeah, making it look like that's your penis. Yeah. That's fun. That's fun. That is fun. It's, it's undeniable. It's a little fun. bent. That's objectively <laughs> yeah. fun. Yeah. Often humor is subjective, not in this case. Not in this case. That no. is objective. That's a hundred percent hit rate. Yeah. Everyone's laughing. Find Everyone's me laughing. any person who doesn't find that hilarious. Let's bring it down. That's my that's my close. I reckon that that should be the robot test on computers. Yeah, Are yeah. you a robot? Just say, is this funny? Yeah, yeah, Robots yeah. don't get it. Yeah. They'll be they'll be stumped. Yeah. Humans go, I'm chuckling. And you're like, Tick. there it is, boom, human. <laughs> Humanity confirmed. Yeah. So it lay on the ground in ruins until the ninth century AD, when the remaining bronze was taken away by Arabic forces to be melted down. Sucks. Fucking hell. Apparently, it took 980 camels to carry it all away. 980. That's yeah. a lot of camels. <laughs> That's a lot of camels. That's a lot of camels in any book. Where do you get too many? Not camels? in the Australian outback. Actually, That's no, a drop right. in the fucking ocean. How many we got? You get, you know, you'd be, it'd be easier to put a camel oh, through the eye of a needle than we got nine ninety up there. Yeah, add a couple of zeros. <laughs> nine nine ninety. Hang on. Hang on. Um, oh shit. Okay, oh, just give her a minute. <laughs> Do you need a paper and pen? Yeah, I'm coming. <laughs> That's what that lady was doing. She was doing the camel sums. <laughs> but you just don't understand American. Kindness. kindness. The same woman the next night when I went down to the lobby to check what time checkout was, she was checking out with her three friends. They were all at the front doing the business. She was standing at the back with her phone going, oh, I just got an email asking if I can play golf on Thursday. I guess I could play golf on Thursday, just <laughs> announcing it to the lobby. <laughs> so good. Like, I was just nodding like, I care. I love her. That's fun. I'm a so big fun. fan too. That feels like you're traveling. If that was an Australian, I would have found them to be a nightmare. 100%. Because they're American or from anywhere else. To a point, I'd be like. What a fun character. This is a character I'm glad I've bumped into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. in Australia, I'm like, Oh, I'm so embarrassed. You're insufferable <laughs> and you're a shame on our nation. It was so, so good. Just and announcing at golf plans yeah. to, to no I one. I guess I could I play would, golf. I'd be like, uh, is there room Where for playing? one more? Yeah. <laughs> Where, whereabouts are you going to be on Thursday? I'll be there too. One million feral camels in Australia. We're going to have to add a couple more zeros. Yeah, we're going to have to add a few zeros. What do you mean, like 100 million? <laughs> what are you guys talking about? <laughs> In 2008, plans to rebuild a modern colossus on roads were announced at a cost of 250 million euros. Oof. This time, they wanted it to be five times higher at 150 meters plus the base. It makes sense. Like, if you're going to, you wouldn't make it to the same size because it wouldn't be as impressive. No, it's not impressive. By modern standards, because we've got a Rialto now. Exactly. I was going to say for scale, it's the Statue of Liberty is 93 meters, including the base. So it's one and a half Statue of Liberties. Yeah. yeah, right. It's big time. Yeah. You've hit the big time. She's puny. 
Yeah. Who but, cares? But also half a Rialto. So Still half a Rialto. Yeah. So, yeah. so the Rialto's sat- 300 metres. Yeah, I'm pretty Jeez, sure I read that. Bloody hell. How tall is the fucking Eiffel Tower? Yeah. That's got to be bigger. Is that oh, bigger man. than the Rialto? I, I lied to you. It's 250 metres. I'm uh, so sorry. Oh, my God. Oh, no. I'm so embarrassed. Yeah. I'm, so, I'm so embarrassed. Are you, you sure you're not talking about it a little bit? Please, Dave. Please let it be a little bit. Don't... Don't do this to us. <laughs> okay, it's 270 with the antenna, antenna spire. Well, I'll take those antennas. I'll take, take those now, antennas. in this case, <laughs> in this case, I think the antenna has yeah. merit. Yeah, you were very my... important part. Do you say Rialto spire? That's, look, mm. what I said before about spires, mm-hmm. that's about those buildings. Yeah, 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 yeah. The Rialto. has the rules of its own. Yep. It's such an. You should do a report on it. It was the tallest office building in the Southern Hemisphere when it was constructed. That's impressive. That's and that lasted like three years. <laughs> yeah. I I, so I bang on about the Rialto because I do. I find it very funny that when I was a kid, teachers and stuff were kind of proud of it. Yeah. So I, that's that's kind of my bit I'm doing over a long period that's of time. Not a bit. We love it's not a bit. Fun. When I say a bit, not a bit. Yeah, yeah. Certainly yeah. not a bit. No, but no. Uh, I did a like a TikTok early on about, it and someone commented something like. Yeah, this fact still isn't interesting. TikTok is a good place for feedback. They're uh, kind and mm. um, definitely not assholes. It's great. That's good stuff. Love it. For the this most is part, still nice not time. interesting. <laughs> yeah. Love that. Something like that. I'm like, oh, I don't know, mate. I know you can never tell if they're in on the, they're be, they're yeah. with you or not. They're never with you. Funny. And by by commenting, they have ensured that the algorithm will show more videos of you to this person. Fantastic. <laughs> so it was it was planned in 2008. They were going to make this new Colossus. Hmm. According to the Guardian, writing in 2008, the new Colossus will be a tourist attraction with shops, cafes, a museum, and a library, and will also act as a lighthouse. Oh, so just put a big light on the top. Yeah. And like, but imagine like the toes are all different shops. Oh, that's great. That's nice. Let's so, get Homer Simpson to design this Colossus. You know, it could have everything. Have a TV in the belly. <laughs> well, What are ha- the shops though? What are the toe shops? One of them could be one of those toenail shops where they do your toenails. Pedicures. Pedicures. And only pedicures. And then one of the fingers could be... Manicures. Manicures. Yes. Wow. And then one of the other fingers could sell chicken fingers. That's good. One of them could be like a a ring shop. One of the toes could sell only toasties. Oh, that's good. That's good. And one of the other fingers could sell fish fingers. Oh, that's good. And one of the other toes (laughs) could... Toe rings. Sell toe rings. Toe rings. So it's actually quite annoying because you have to go... Like if you wanted a mani and a pedi, you have to go to two different shops. If you want some jewellery, you have to go to multiple different places. But that's a cultural thing. But you can stop with some fish fingers on the way. Exactly right. Sustenance. You get a photo in one of the. That's the good. Toes. Yeah. Yep. You know, I think this. I think we should send an email. Toblerone. <laughs> Toblerone. Oh, now toads. you're talking. Yes. My Swissies are pricking up there, Dave. <laughs> toads. Toads. <laughs> Toadfish. Rebecca could do it. Have a signing yes, stall there. Yes, a permanent signing stall. Now that Navids is off the he's air, got the time. he's got the time. He's got the time. That's good. Anyway, Dave, to go on, I reckon. Well, it's actually pretty. This is still from the Guardian. Helios's remember the gods' skin will be made of solar panels, and state-of-the-art computer technology will, will ensure it never falls again. And you're wondering what happened to this statue? Well, the project was shelved after the GFC and Greece's subsequent economic collapse okay. in the but 2010s. Pick it up again. Exactly. I think they're they're doing better economically now, so maybe they will spend 250 million euros on this statue. I would. 
if I, if that's all I had in the bank, that, <laughs> yeah. that would be perfect. They just the government just goes all in, <laughs> all in. God, yeah. Imagine how sad it would be if all you had in the bank was two hundred and fifty million dollars. Oh, that would be pretty grim. That'd be so. I'd that just, would be like, sad. I'd but be I've like, got two hundred fifty million euros. <laughs> <laughs> How but am I going to feed is, myself? But once you build that statue, you know, that's going to generate cash. Yeah, it's an investment. A lot of manis, a lot of petties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of toe rings, a lot of finger rings. Yep. you got everything going on there that that's you want. That's right. <laughs> uh, you got photos. Uh, Toadfish Rebecca. Toadfish Rebecca is there. <laughs> <laughs> this is, uh, you may as well, one of the fingers may as well be printing its own money. Because <laughs> <laughs> they, they moved the mint up there. <laughs> I I think the Greeks they'd be crazy not to yeah yeah just go all in take borrow the money yeah you don't got it yet borrow it borrow it you you're gonna be good for it yeah in no time yeah yeah, yeah. sure <laughs> the belly button's a button shop <laughs> nah oh. <laughs> <laughs> well we How, fo- who would go to a button shop you know what I mean. Yeah, like, if point. anything, the belly button needs to be a haberdashery with a button section, sure. But just buttons, Dave, yeah. they'll close in a week. <laughs> Everyone needs buttons. When's the last time you went and bought buttons? Um, yeah, that's right. Get on with your report, button boy. <laughs> I love buttons. <laughs> I'm anti-zip, pro-button. <laughs> well, we finally arrived at the final wonder on our ancient tour. The Lighthouse of Alexandria. We're back where it all began in Egypt. The lighthouse was located on a small island called Pharos near the city of Alexandria. It was completed in the same year as the Colossus, 280 BC, and has been described as the archetype of all subsequent lighthouses. Wow. 280 BC, obviously a big year for, yeah. for big things. Wonders. The lighthouse was commissioned by the first Ptolemy, the Greek general who stayed behind to rule after Alexander the Great conquered Egypt, shortly after Ptolemy declared himself pharaoh in 305 BCE. We've it, talked about Ptolemy, haven't we? Yes, we have. Uh, Cleopatra was from the Ptolemaic mm, dynasty. That's right. The last one. Jess, what the hell? I thought we were together on not remembering anything. I remembered something. It's a great. Why? Okay, hang on. I, feel I really finally out here. remembered something and you got mad at me for <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. Rather than celebrating my victory. I just, I've just, I just saw you looking at me in your rearview mirror. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you were you're waiting. Wait, you're waiting. Oh, bye. Jess, don't yes. leave me out back here. No. Ptolemus, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, buddy. You're going to have to remember something. <laughs> uh, taking 33 years to complete, it stood over three levels, each smaller than the last. The lowest part was square, the next octagonal, and the top was cylindrical. In total, it was 350 feet or 110 meters tall making for centuries its second only in height to the Great Pyramid. Second comes right after first. This also means if it stood today, 2,300 years later, it would still be the tallest conventional lighthouse in the world. Oh, wow. wow. So they haven't topped it. Does it look like, you know, the, the round the twist lighthouse, the classic sort of lighthouse? It, it's more because it's bigger. It's got the three parts. It's like a big right. bit at the bottom, smaller bit, and then the the... Basically, the round the twist bits on top of two platforms. That's fun. The its light was provided by a by a fire burning close to the top every night, and incredibly, the light could be seen at a distance of fifty miles. What? That's a, a big fire. A broad spiral ramp led to the top that was said to have been wide enough for donkeys and carts to carry wood all the way up. 
How did the donkey get back down? Back beep, it. Yeah. Beep, <laughs> they, <gotta go> backwards? <laughs> they threw the donkey in the fire and they started again. <laughs> That's the worst part about uh, going to the top of lighthouses. There's always a, a fairly rickety ladder. Yeah, oh, I'm go like, oh, I'm good, actually. Yeah. So, yeah, the, um, this sounds like this one will burn down. Yeah, that's what, that was my guess also. Let's find out. In the Middle Ages, the beacon at the top was replaced with a small mosque by a sultan. The lighthouse was severely damaged by three earthquakes between 956 and 1323 AD and became an abandoned ruin. And in 1477, wow. a fort was built from the ruins. Wow. Oh, so no fire. So that yeah, so instead of a light for a while, there was a mosque. How does that stop ships hitting the shore? I guess they were like, oh, whatever. Yeah, right. <laughs> They're just like ships are just crashing. Yeah. Huh. They were like, this is a cool place for a mosque. Really, I, I the mean, tallest it, building it a, for ages. It's a cool place for a mosque. It's cool. I'll tell you that for nothing. Beautiful. So after being lost for centuries, some of the ruins were rediscovered on the floor of Alexandria's Harbour in 1994. Wow. And it's possible for divers to visit these ruins today. The discovery was made when the government was planning to build a breakwater and just wanted to check if there was anything down there, as you have to do in Egypt because there's so much history. And having discovered that, they abandoned the idea of the breakwater. And my final fact on the Lighthouse of Alexandria, it was so celebrated in the ancient world that Pharos, the island it stood on, became the Greek word for lighthouse, as well as in many other languages, including French, where it's called fair, Italian and Spanish, Faro, Portuguese, Farrell, and even Swedish, Fear, and Bulgarian, Far. So that's why... That, those are the words for lighthouse? For lighthouse in the And in we call languages. it lighthouse. We call it something different. I actually do like lighthouse. It's actually quite a cool name. Yeah, I like it? it. But yeah, basically everywhere else in the world, they named it after this thing. Wow, cool. Everywhere else in the world. He just named a bunch of places. There's a lot of languages. Everywhere else, Dave. He ju- oh, my God. Basically everywhere else. Basically. Okay. okay, he's just he's grumpy because I remembered something. <laughs> it's all right. Let him let him act out. He's just it's how he's oh, expressing. Basically, his everywhere else in the world, yeah. I've named seven places, yeah. all within a small vicinity. I've been to Europe, says Dave. I know yeah. that's the whole world now. Yeah, you get him. There's a couple other continents going about the place. Dave. Name one. Well, don't put me on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> So that's the seven ancient wonders of the world. Just to recap, if you cross-check those dates, the Colossus of Rhodes was the last of the seven to be completed just after 280 BC and also the first to be destroyed when it snapped in 226. As such, all seven wonders existed at the same time for a period of less than 60 years. Wow. That's pretty amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. And you consider that when the, the second one came along, the... Uh, pyramids are already two thousand years yeah. old. Amazing. Such a small. Dave, can I do it? Can I request you do a follow-up episode about the modern wonders of the world? Well, I've actually got some facts f- about it right now. Okay. Jeez, he works quick. Yeah. Good. <laughs> I don't know how he does it. The new Seven Wonders of the World was a campaign started in two thousand by a Swiss foundation to choose wonders of the world from a selection of two hundred existing monuments. Marvel More... Stadium. <laughs> How many, how many Melbourne ones? I assume Melbourne probably how has many, five or six of them. How many Melbourne stadiums? <laughs> MCG is probably in there. Melbourne Town Hall. It's quite a beautiful building. Yeah. yeah. Shrine of Remembrance kind of looks like one of the old ones. 
Flinders Street Station. That uh, McDonald's in an old Art Deco bank oh, in yeah. Clifton Hill. Yeah, yeah love fantastic. that one. Yeah, that's a beautiful Macca's. It's actually quite a good love McDonald's. that one. There's a good ANZ on Collins Street <laughs> in a beautiful... Can we, we're going to put forward, uh, <laughs> for the Australian pitch, we're putting forward a beautiful ANZ bank. <laughs> <laughs> one of the big four. <laughs> So this is in 2000. More than 100 million votes were cast on the internet or by text messages. And it actually took seven years to announce the results in 2007. So it started in 2000, announced in 2007. At a guess, can you guess any of the seven? Eiffel Tower. That's got to be in there. It's not there. Whoa. Statue of Liberty. Not there. (gasps) Is it pyramids or the Sphinx or something? Well, the Great Pyramid was honoured as the eighth wonder as it still stands. So they gave that... Honorary mention, but there's seven oh, other no. others. Uluru. No, that would be great. Niagara wonder. Falls. These are man. These are. Oh, these are the man-made, man-made ones. These are all human-made. Yes. I wasn't listening. Um. <laughs> <laughs> the moon. <laughs> Earth itself. Beat that. Beat that idea. <laughs> hey, prove to me that's not man-made. Oh, Uh-oh. good point. I can't prove it to you, okay, mate. Okay, the fucking Empire State Building or something. What? No. Is, what is on I'll, there? I'll give you the list. The Taj Mahal. Taj Mahal. Okay, India. That's pretty impressive. Oh, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. The Colosseum. Oh, Leaning Tower of Pizza. No. Pe- no, because they've already got the Colosseum. Yeah, Colosseum. Italy can't have two. Uh, Chichen Itza in Mexico. Ooh. There's also another type of pyramid. Ah. Oh. I don't know. Well, I don't know Chichen Itza. That's weird. Machu Picchu in Peru. Oh, yeah, okay. yes. Yep, that's fair. The Ruin. Yep. Christ the Redeemer statue oh, in Brazil. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Right. Petra in Jordan. Do you know Petra, the that uh, city that's Jesus? carved into, into oh, rock? Yes. Oh, okay. yes. Thank you. Yep. And the Great Wall of China. Okay. Damn it, yeah, of course. They, they, yeah, right there. Those are pretty good, I guess. Probably a little more impressive than just like a building. See, but yeah. the results were actually quite controversial. The poll was considered unscientific partly because it was possible for people to cast multiple votes. Right. According to wikipedia.org, which I... Uh, Assume is a Seven Wonders of the World based website. Great. Some countries touted their finalists and tried to get more votes cast for it, while others downplayed or criticised the contest. Okay. For example, Brazil. No offence to the to Christ the Redeemer. I was a bit surprised at its inclusion. It's the youngest selection. It was unveiled in 1923. Yeah, but it's it's big. It's big. Fantastic. The biggest art deco statue in the world. Love a bit of deco, but I was kind of surprised by it. Mm -hmm. In Brazil, there was a campaign called Vote No Cristo, which sounds like they're against it, but really that translates to Vote for the Christ, which had the support of private companies, namely telecommunications operators, that stopped charging voters to make telephone calls and SMS messages to vote. Everyone in Rio also got a text asking, asking them to vote. Right. Likewise, in Peru, an intensive campaign led by the Peruvian Ministry of Commerce and Tourism had a great impact in the media and consequently, Peruvian people voted massively for its national wonder, Chichen Itza. Yeah, it's tricky because you go, sorry, a a panel should have done it, but but then, you know, that would be equally easily corruptible, right? How do you you pick it otherwise? True. I said Chichen Itza, I meant Machu Picchu, with apologies. I'm having a look at Chichen Itza. That's yeah, I do awesome. recognize it. Yeah. Oh, so yes, I saw that one in Mexico when I went there, and it is really cool. It's incredible. I've seen lots of pictures of it. I thought maybe we could do a little online poll ourselves because that's not very scientific. We could do a new, new Seven Wonders of the oh, World. Oh, that's a great idea. Okay. Maybe do some vote, voting on Twitter. Um, I'm pushing for Rialto. I think we could get it in there. We'd have to pick. I worked. We did one of those bracket tournaments. If we pick 32, great. it would come down. We'd get a top eight. And then 
we could have a playoff yeah. to see who doesn't make it. <laughs> wow. Love it. Yeah, okay. we get Josh Earl involved. <laughs> Josh Earl, he's the master of the online Twitter 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 tournaments. Yeah, that's a great idea. I'm I'm down. So maybe first we need to get suggestions. We'll get a, a Twitter list going. Yeah, with what should, what should be in 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 the top thirty two? These are the other finalists, of the top twenty. We could call it the what you what what you pick you or something. Fucking oh, hell, that's good. <laughs> I are didn't you know what way you were going. Me? What you pick you? Are you kidding me? How dare you? That's so good. <laughs> That is so good. Uh, everyone has How a good idea once it? in a while, don't they? And I've done it. Hey, you broke the box right <laughs> twice a day. <laughs> what? What you picked? You? Oh, what you pick? You? Fuck, that's yeah. good. God, you're amazing. That's so good. Somebody make that. I'm gonna sell that as a sticker. That's good shit. What you pick? You? God, that's good. God he's good. Uh, no, he can't be stopped. I mean, it's definitely a pun, but good what? stuff. That's good stuff. That's a pun? <laughs> well, whether you intended it or not. <laughs> the other finalists were the Acropolis in Greece, mm-hmm. the Alhambra in Spain, Angkor Wat in Cambodia, the Moai statues of Easter Island. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah they're wow. really cool. Oh, yeah, incredible. The Eiffel Tower, the Hagia Sophia Grand Mosque in Turkey, the Kaimizu Temple in Japan, the Kremlin in Russia, the Neuschwanstein Castle in Germany. I think that's the one that inspired Disney. Pyramids of Giza, Statue of Liberty, Stonehenge, oh, yeah. which is oh, yeah. like awesome. That's as old, old that's that? as old as some of the original oh, wow. wonders. Sydney Opera House yeah, and Timbuktu in Mali. Oh, that's good. Yeah, a lot of good options there. Ooh, that's tricky. I love the, uh, what's that? In the, is it in St. Petersburg or Moscow or something? The, that, those sort of bulbous buildings oh st basil's oh that's sick <laughs> which is also the best name for i'd have them on my on my long list at the very least i think i'd have the sydney harbour bridge oh the bridge, the bridge is on. great i love that what bridge. A beautiful would bridge. you put that above the opera house yeah i would personally because it's t- um higher up it's taller and bigger yeah so yeah i would put that above it actually because it does actually sit so it doesn't matter when yeah, it comes yeah. to just like if you're if you're wonders on top of the um the sydney harbour bridge you are actually above the opera house yeah that's amazing. In terms of height. Oh, okay. Yeah. But also spiritually? Uh, yes. Thank you. <laughs> My final thought. I'm surprised no one's brought it up. The Fleetwood Mac song from Tango in the Night. If you want to see seven wonders. Yeah. Seven, seven, seven. You know that oh, song? Yeah. Only very vaguely. I don't know that one. Didn't we record a podcast that's been unreleased about the uh, Tango in the Night album, Matt? Did we? Yeah, I'm pretty sure we did. We did the Bruce Springsteen one. Oh, maybe we we were and going, we were to, going to. to. I don't so, know where that is. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was good fun, and I, listen, I remember listening to the album for it. So, Seven Wonders is a 1987 Fleetwood Mac song from Tango in the Night. Got it. Last uh, album with their classic, most famous lineup. That's a bit of a spoiler for Listen Now fans. Forget mm. he said that. Yeah, forget that. <laughs> that may or may not be coming up <laughs> in a couple of episodes. I've often wondered what the hell, so it's sung by Stevie Nicks, what she's saying at the start. She says, so long ago, certain place, certain time, you touch my hand on the way, on the way down to Emmeline. Okay. I didn't know what that meant. I looked it up. According to Wiki, another fleet, it's also a Fleetwood Mac website. Wow. It's quite, it's like, yeah, quite niche. a lot. 
Actually, no, it's it's the Seven Wonders website and they've yeah. just got an article on that this song. Yeah, that, that, makes sense. Sense. that makes sense. According to Wiki, Sandy Stewart, who is not a member of Fleetwood Mac, wrote the song, recorded a demo and sent it to, to band member Stevie Nicks without a lyric sheet so she could just hear the lyrics. Nicks misheard one of the lines in the first verse as all the way down to Emmeline, a contribution that gave her a writing credit alongside Stewart. <laughs> a mishearing. <laughs> yeah. That feels right. Nicks later said, I had become so attached to the name Emmeline that we kept it in and she gave me a small percentage. I know <laughs> Sandy. Wow. Okay. So what was it supposed to be? Do you know? I don't know. Okay. On the way down to Kevin Federline. Yes. Oh, that makes more sense. Kay Fed. <laughs> I don't know who that is, but I remember the name. Married Britney Spears. Huh. Britney's ex. Uh, probably a dog. It's probably <laughs> a low dog. Well, on that note. You leave Britney alone. <laughs> Kevin Federline. That brings us to the end of my report on the seven ancient wonders of the world. Well done, Dave. Good to have you back. Good so to be back and back nerding with out. A bang. Nerding out about old stuff. I love. Hey, Dave, can I make a quick request? Now that you've just whipped through the modern ones, what about seven natural wonders of the world? Can you do that as a future topic? That sounds good. Anyone who wants that to happen, suggest it into the hat, and then you have your name read out. <laughs> but mention me as well. Say your name and my name when it says to put your you name in. Because you suggested it. Because we suggested it. I want Dave to read out my name. Well, that'd be nice. Yeah. I never thought about that. Well, so I'm looking nice. it up here. Look, I'm not going to read any out, but looks like Australia might get a mention. <gasps> Don't. No, yeah, the Rialtos. <laughs> <laughs> it's just an alleyway. We're like, oh. Wonder, because people are like, Rialto must have been built in the eighties. No, it just appeared one it day. Appeared. Yeah, wow. fully formed again on top of a primary school. <laughs> yeah. We're like, what the fuck? Oh my, the kids where have do, been crushed. Where do I drop my kids off for school? <laughs> Bruno Grollo said, "And now let there be Rialto," and it just appeared. rose out of the ground. It's very wow. cool, actually. Yeah. So oh, I wish I'd been there. Ever rise? The school's still on top. Your yeah, school's still on That's top. The That's the nipple. <laughs> It's a school. It is inaccessible. Yeah. And the kids are still up there. <laughs> well. Screaming out. Their bones are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because they're old now. <laughs> yeah, old and bony. If they were born in the eight, in the, probably the 70s. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> Impossible. Well, that brings us to everyone's favourite section of the show where we get to spend a little bit of time uh, thanking and appreciating our fantastic Patreon supporters. And if you want to get involved with them, you can go to patreon.com slash to go on pod. And there's a bunch of different levels. What are some of the things you can get there, Jeff? You get uh, three bonus episodes a month. You get access to a Facebook group, which is the loveliest place on the internet. Um, you get to vote on topics and you just get to sleep well at night. Mm. If you oh, don't sleep finally. well, join the Patreon. Finally. I've really got to join the Patreon. Um, to hey, you got to get some sleep. Uh, that's right. Well, the f- first thing we normally like to do is the <laughs> Fat Corridor question section of that's right. the show. <laughs> that's, that's right, right Jess. Jess. And just for nine ninety five, <laughs> that could be yours. Thanks, Belvedere. Um, so, Jess, this first section, Fat Corridor question section, that's when people who sign up on the Sydney Schomburg level get to give us a Fat Corridor question. Mm-hmm. They also get to give us... Uh, give themselves a nickname or a title. But I think this section of the show has a little jingle goes something like this. Fact, quote, or question. 
Ah, he always remembers the ding. See, it's like I sing it, but you get the praise every time. Oh, he always remembers the ding. I fucking sing it. Yeah. I always remember the sing. How about that? <laughs> ah, she always remembers the sing. <laughs> Thank you. That's good. Okay. I, like I don't know. People want this section to be shorter and we keep finding ways to add more things in it. And oh, I'm I th- sorry. I'm sorry that being an, a feminist is uh, taking too much of your time. Hey, but, but, but I'll, um, <laughs> I'll do the feminizing here. Uh, Jess, I'm lifting you up, okay? Yeah, thank you. Remember that. Thank you for lifting me up. (laughs) Shh, Jess, (laughs) I'm trying to lift you up over here. The first one we got this week comes from Kat Goot, who has the title of Senior Executive of Having a Dog is My Entire Personality. (laughs) And uh, Kat is asking a question. Kat writes, Hi, guys. I have a question for each of you all to answer about yourselves. Hopefully it hasn't been asked before. So what do you think is your most toxic trait? (laughs) We get asked this all the time. (laughs) Surely it's obvious by now. This is Kat's first uh, time in the Fat Quota Question section. So I will forgive them for not answering their own question, which is what I would say is only polite. But Kat, sure, you didn't know. I can only assume that that means Kat's perfect. Yeah, that's true too. Uh, Kat doesn't answer her own question once, full on me. Mm-hmm. Kat doesn't do it twice. Kat doesn't get fooled again. <laughs> Can't get fooled again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's got to be one of the stupidest things any human being has man, ever. Man, I love it so much. Love it so much. Can't get fooled again. <laughs> George W. Bush. As time's gone on and, you know, put all the politics to one side, I've I've really gained a respect for some of just these wild sort of like I think the quips aren't on purpose, but they're so fun. Yeah. Can't get fooled again. Can't get fooled again. <laughs> now watch this drive. Now watch this drive. That's the best. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you know, putting the politics to one side. I know some people out there reckon 50% of our audience are big George W. fans. Mm-hmm. 50% probably can't stand him. Yeah, yeah, yeah There's yeah. no in the middle anymore. Absolutely not, no. So I'm putting that all to one side. You Let's, love or you hate the guy. But we can agree. Yes. Jeez, he said some funny things. <laughs> <laughs> not on purpose, but very funny. He Can't get fooled again. Might be the, my favourite comedian of all time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so yeah. So funny. Yeah. Um, Toxic trait. Yeah. Um, well, I don't have one. No, Jess doesn't have one. Dave, you've got a few. What's your number one? Yeah. Uh, cruelty. <laughs> Kicking dogs Kicking dogs. kids. Oh, cruelty to animals. Yeah, yeah. cruelty to animals. Cruelty to humans. Sadism. Yes. Yeah. What's your number one, though? Yeah. you got to rank them. Yeah. It's hard to pick a favourite. Oh, You're really real bad is. It's like choosing between children. To kick. To kick. <laughs> Which do I Which kick? Which one? Which kicks? Kick but first? here's the thing. You can kick them both. Uh, a bit of a jealous person. Are you? Can be. Oh, okay. Are you jealous of me? <laughs> yes, I'm so. I'm jealous <laughs> of those glasses. Yeah, they're pretty good. They look better they're on good. you than mine look on me. So. Yes. See, my toxic trait, um, too giving. Mm. Too giving. I'm treating this like a job interview. I'm too perfect. I spend too much time at work. If Maybe anything, I'm too punctual. Yeah. <laughs> I spend too much time like trying to be likable or telling people what they want to hear sometimes. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Wait, what you you do is this is you being likable. <laughs> I'm too agreeable. I sometimes to my to my detriment, my own detriment, and also other people's. It's like it's just got to be honest sometimes. Yeah, just yeah. say no. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's definitely not your toxic trait, Bobby. 
very great no person. no i'm not but but you think i am and and now because you're better at it than me maybe but now i'm like i don't want to let you down so i'm like i better say no to some stuff <laughs> i better say no to some great opportunities i've been offered you did the that prime recently. ministership oh wow wow and i said nah bitch. you said you said no to performing stand-up at splendor mm-hmm. that was something you're like i don't think i want to do it so you didn't do it that's right whereas because a good friend of mine was uh uh was planning it Knew I was anxious. Said, "Do you want to do it? It's okay to say no." And I said, "No, thank you." That's how it helps when you know it's okay to if, say no. Exactly. Yeah. If that, it if it was that's ha- a good friend. If he just messaged and said, "Hey, you've got a ten minute spot on Saturday," I was like, fa- fantastic. Thank you so much. <laughs> okay. Can't wait. Right. Okay. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what about your horrifying odor? <laughs> <laughs> is that a, now? Is that a toxic trait? <laughs> well, it, it smells toxic. <laughs> Oh, if we're talking odors, yeah, then that's my toxic trait. Top also. five worst odors. <laughs> uh, yeah, the pits, my armpits, armpits. probably one of my most toxic. I'm, uh, I'm, uh, my toxic trait is um, waiting too long to ask for help and then saying I'll just do it myself <laughs> anyway, and, and then that's resenting good. everybody because nobody <laughs> yeah. helped me. But I didn't properly ask or ever ask, but they were supposed to know. All right, here's... I'm talking about my dog. He just never picks up his own shit. Come on, dog. Come on. Help the... him. Help your mother out. <laughs> One of my toxic traits is talking over Jess, for sure. But um, I've just I've just Googled... Toxic traits? Classic toxic traits. Yep. See if any of these ring any bells. This is the first thing that came up. Thevillagefamily.org. Um, manipulative. Mm-hmm. They use knowledge they gain about you to try and get you to do what they want. Yep, you do that. Uh, they make you feel bad about yourself. Yep, all the time. You're uh, always telling me that I'm great at things. Um, that I'm you like that I say no to stuff. I'm a great host. Like you, yeah. You yeah, we feel, get your sarcasm. Uh. You make me feel like a real piece of shit. Uh, being judgmental. Yes, you are incredibly judgmental. You're always like, no, no, no. I don't need any perspective. Fuck that guy. That's you. Negativity. Oh god, insufferable to be around. Self-centered. That well, that, rolls yeah. right along. <laughs> Difficulty managing their anger. And controlling. They're yes. big ones. Yes. I don't think either of you have any of those. Thank you. I was hidden them well. It did make it made me think oh what I was just made me think of one of and I've already forgotten it. Oh, being like uh not being sincere enough. Like I think I'm real bad at just getting into this mode of everything sarcastic. Mm. And I can't stop sometimes. Mm. And I and I know it's happening and I just get into the habit of it and I can't stop. And I imagine that would be infuriating to mm. be around. Mm. <laughs> the knowing nod. I uh, no, I'm I'm sorry. That did seem like I was like, yeah, Matt. No, I know what well, I'm talking I, about. I, the person that I live with is the same. Oh right. And we have many conversations about. Sometimes you can just answer my question. <laughs> yeah, I think just because of the the beer pioneer um, shoot, that was three weeks away with a few other people, and I'm like. You know, as it went along, I'm like, I gotta just, I can just answer questions. Yeah, not everything's a fucking bit, and yeah. yeah. But yeah, I don't. I I wish I had more. I don't read these, so I read them out. Cat, cat's the first time I hear, even though cat goots a long time, a friend of the show. I mean, and I also think we answered it quite genuinely as well, because there's like the. I think probably what cat's getting at is that you know on the internet at the moment, people talking about their toxic traits, and it's like thinking I can carry all the groceries at once. Oh, and we're here like. I guess it's like oh okay do yeah. we misread this yeah, i definitely I think we answered the question i mean i also do that i'll, oh, yeah, yeah. I'll try for a, a one trip with yeah. all the groceries no bags thanks 
<laughs> I'll just, uh, I got it. I'll hug these. I got a few pockets. I got it. It's I think fine. that watermelon should fit in my back pocket. Should be all good. Uh, thank you, Cat. Though, love that question. Next time, Cat, <laughs> give us an answer as well. We want to know about you. Yeah, I was, uh, that also maybe would have set the tone for <laughs> if it was a silly one or I manipulate everyone I meet. Yeah. Uh, Jacob Lane is next up, uh, who's given himself the title of the kids call me Hoju. <laughs> <laughs> the kids can call you Hoju because Jacob Lane used to be the our yeah. Simpsons auditor. Yeah, that's right. But that must have become a burden oh, pretty God, quick. Absolutely. I think it must have. We weren't paying him much, and uh, <laughs> and that I mean nothing. And we, I think we, we also, I feel like we've dropped way off on the Simpsons quotes as well. Yeah, they come and go. They ebb and flow. Yeah. Uh, but that's a good one. The kids call me Hoju. Hmm. Uh, Jacob also has a question writing, I'm in Melbourne in December to see Tism, of course. Dave and I will also be we'll there, We'll be Jacob. there, Jacob. Let's hang. Uh, and I was wondering if you guys have any suggestions of anything else for me to do while I'm there. Wow. Like going to an Irish pub, for example. Yeah, there's a few. Elephant Wheelbarrow on Burke. Well, that's more Ooh. of a British pub. Uh, Jess, <laughs> I mean, I don't, know, I don't know why you're trying to give Jacob the bum steer here. He asks Irish pubs. Irish pubs are for me. I don't know nobody else in my Irish <laughs> yeah, pub. Yeah, you, you go to the British ones, you Irish dog. Pub. Um, well, obviously, Jacob, you've got to enjoy the coffee and the laneways. <laughs> what's mm. a, what's a, what's a, is there any, because you're a coffee fan, mm. what's a place you should go? What's what, what, If you were going to go experience good coffee? In- are the, the ones at the, uh, the United... Service stations, are they as good as people say? Yeah, absolutely. Not as good as a 7-Eleven, obviously. Or Jack's Cafe at Hungry Jack's. Jack's Cafe, they are pretty good. We have a thing over here, Jacob, I don't know if you've heard of it, McCafe. Oh, yeah, McCafe. Um, they're everywhere. Was that Scottish? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Way back when we did the McDonald's episode, I forget who did it, but there was a fact that I found interesting. I think Australia was the first one to have McCafe. Yeah, that's right. Maybe it's still the only ones, I don't know. No, I think they're elsewhere now, but they started here. That's a funny Funny fact. Yeah. Um, yeah. What, what do you do in Melbourne? Is that what the question? What yeah, do you do yeah. In Melbourne? What if you were travelling? And I know Jacob, I believe, is from Perth. Go to the museum. The museum's cool. Yeah, you should. If you've been watching, especially if you've been watching our um, artifact series. Yeah. There's. I mean, go check out any of those. Heidi or the NGV. Yep. Yeah, that's great and free. Go have yep. a beer with Chloe at Young yeah, and Jackson. Yeah, do that. That's cool. Um, but yeah, there's like the Melbourne Museum's really cool as well. Um, what In else is there? Footy's over by then. You might be able to catch some cricket at the MCG, which is always fun. If you like to get a bit of real culture, <laughs> if you want to do some shopping, you can get a bus out to Chadston, the fashion capital. Oh, wow. Yes. Um, take that in Milan. You see the Rialto? You could, you could sh- oh, you've got to see the Rialto, Jacob. Rialto. You're crazy if you don't. You could, have, of course, uh, shop at the Paris end of, <laughs> of Collins. Sh- Collins Street. <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> um, if you are in the Paris end of Collins Street, there's. Loon, you can get a really good croissant. Oh, I mean, they don't call it the Paris end for nothing, exactly do they? Right. There's a, a croissant. There's yeah. a croissant sh- shop. Yeah. Oh, I mean, so many great uh, suggestions here, Jacob. Jacob, why don't you should get that, kick that off in the Facebook Patreon group because there's a fair few Melbournians in yeah. there who'll have better. I don't think we do enough stuff. Well, it's we go see some there. comedy. What's 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 one of the go see a show at the Comedy Republic? Yeah, yeah, oh, that's yeah, cool. absolutely do that. It's just have a cool a, bar as well. It's a great bar downstairs, and then go up and see a show there. Yeah, pretty much any night. You know, most nights of the week they'll have a great show on there. That'd be a hot tip. I think you should post in the face, uh, Facebook group for the Patreon because fellow patron uh, Matthew Webb. 
Mm-hmm. Does oh, Melbourne tours? That's a great suggestion. And yeah. has some amazing info. Oh, yeah, Matthew's got. You do do a tour with him, and then he could tell you anywhere you want to go. Yeah, he'll right. tell you where to go. So if you want, if you just want him to tell you to fuck off, he'll do that. <laughs> he'll do that. Yeah, yeah you know, for if you price. tip well. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a He's weird. It's a, business here. it's a weird system, but the more you pay, the more he'll tell you to fuck off if you want him to. Uh, Matthew's very good in that way. Incredible. Uh, very generous. Thank you, Jacob, for that question. Uh, yeah, it's funny. I, when I was, I just think oh, I've really got to see Melbourne like a tourist sometime. Yeah. I always forget to do it, so I don't know anything. Uh, you could, uh, you know, walk down uh, Sydney Road and go to Stupid Old Studios and record yeah. a podcast. It'd be pretty cool if you want to do that. And then maybe get Zambreros <laughs> yeah, in the break get, and get a, get fish and chips from Uber Eats. <laughs> <laughs> you know, live like a local. <laughs> uh, thank you, Jacob. The next one comes from Michael Derizzi. Okay, the High King of Noldor. Any ideas of what that means? I like it. And may be revealed in this fact. Okay. Michael writes, Bop, in the recent Chow Chiller episode, you kept apologizing for being the only one doing the Patreon bonus end of pod content. I just wanted to say, though, that in your absence, it can be worse, far worse. For my shout-out some years ago, Matt and Dave and a Jess replacement decided... That I was some kind of Voltron penis thing. Never apologize. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that at all. So a just replacement. Uh, never apologize for being probably Meso. Never apologize for being the one and only one. Oh, sorry, I fucking butchered that. Never apologize <laughs> for being the only one there for us, Bob. You're the best. P.S. Matt and Dave, you're the best too. Wow, Michael. wish he hadn't said that. <laughs> I, was, <laughs> really, I was really touched for a bit there. Really watered down yeah, your compliment, no, okay. didn't it? You're the best and they're also the Well, best. I'm glad you gave us that little PS there. Oh, I appreciate it. That's Michael. very nice. I appreciate a that talking Voltron penis. That sounds great, Michael. I can't believe you're, you're spitting in our gift horse's that, mouth or whatever That sounds like is. truly inspired stuff. Yeah. yeah. We've done some rubbish ones over the years. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Voltron yeah. penis. That's funny. That's, that's good stuff. That's blessed. We blessed you with Voltron's <laughs> penis, Michael. <laughs> what a sentence. <laughs> You're welcome. You're, that's yours to keep, Michael. That's a memory you can have forever. Uh, uh, and uh, thank Michael, thank you so much for listening through uh, to the Patreon section yeah. of the show. Everyone's favorite section of the show. Uh, the final one this week comes from Vincenzo Bonadonna, uh, a.k.a. Mr. Act. How's that spelled? E C H T. How would you say? God, that? I don't know. I like it. Uh, and we didn't figure out what the High King of Noldor was either. No. Uh, but Vincenzo has a fact as well. Okay, Mister X. Writing. Sound travels faster through. Oh, hang on. I'm going to. I never read these, so I read them. Okay. <laughs> you just started mumbling. Hang on, you When there's a typo, it really stuffs me up. Well, while you're reading that, I'll say the hiking of Noldor looks like a Lord of the Rings thing. Okay, gotcha. great. That makes sense. And I think I think Vincenzo has just done a typo, but I think it's meant to be water. Here we go. Sound travels faster through water than through air. Or if it was as written, sound travels faster through water than through air. But really, this is a suggestion for primates. Ooh. I sent this into the primates Gmail very near the beginning. I'm so sorry. I should never have set up that email. I lost control of it very early on. <laughs> I also haven't signed into the booksheet one in so long. I've really, I've got to. Sorry, everyone. I don't know if you can delete them. I should delete them so it just bounces back. But yeah, I've got a form. I'll, I'm going to set that up again when we get primates going again soon. Anyway, 
future episode, a future armor episode, a Clockwork Origin introducing Doctor Banjo and Orangutan. Uh, future future armor <laughs> future armor episode, Fry and Leela's big fling, which brings back Gunter from Mars University and Doctor Banjo. Two great suggestions. We did do. I remember we did a future armor episode with Gunter, maybe his first one at Mars University, but there I, I don't recall doing a Dr. Banjo one. So thanks for those suggestions. Yeah. Uh, and Vincenzo finishes by saying, thank you three Thank you three for everything. I'm always delighted to be a part of such a wonderful community. Shout out to the Facebook page. Uh, that's very nice. Cheers to you, Vincenzo. Good uh, on you, Vincenzo. Thanks for those facts, quotes, or questions. Like I said, if you want to get involved in that section, you can ask us anything. You can tell us any fact. You can uh, give us any quote. Mm -hmm. You can do suggestions or brags or whatever you like, really. And all you need to do is sign up on the Sydney Scheinberg level. You also get um, to vote more times on topics and all sorts of stuff on that level. Uh, The next thing we like to do is shout out to a few of our other great supporters. Jess, you normally come up with a little bit of a game for this section. That's true. I think uh, maybe we should... Oh, we'll we'll, um, assign them each... A list they appear in. Okay. You know how like Seven Wonders of the World or whatever, they can be in a in a BuzzFeed listicle. Fantastic. I love that very much. Okay. So you can you can do the first one just to really yeah, because I always help explain to yeah, us what I it is. I butcher my explanation. No, no. I just I butcher my interpretation. <laughs> um, <laughs> the first one I'd love to thank from Blair Athol, which is where the stewards are from in Perth. In Scotland only, this is Blair Athol in New South Wales. I didn't know there was one there. There you go. go. I think there's a Blair Athol in Victoria as well. But from Blair Athol in New South Wales, Australia, Tim Almonte. Ooh, Tim Almonte. How do you like your pasta? I like mine Almonte. (laughs) Tim Almonte. Um, uh, This is uh, the BuzzFeed list, listicle, which is top ten names that sound like a fancy French dish. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Tim Almonte. Top of the list. Top of the list. And <laughs> it could also be Tim Almont, maybe I don't know. But um, that's also quite. But it also that's, sounds that's pretty French. Very right? French. Yeah. Uh, it's not Almonte. It's Almont. Almont. You sound like an imbecile. Um. So <laughs> you incident coward. <laughs> and I'm really loving how this kind of implies that uh, Jess sees the Seven Wonders of the World as a BuzzFeed article. I assume that's where Dave got all his info. <laughs> that's where I got him. Uh, Guilty. Next up, I'd love to thank from Blackburn in Victoria, Australia, Jeremy Ballard. Dave, what list is Jeremy on? Uh, top 10 people most likely to... <laughs> <laughs> I love a run-up. Top 10 Ballards uh, there with Tom yes. and, uh, you know, uh, and, uh, okay. eight others. Sure, there's other Ballards. There's other Ballards. Ballard. And Bollards. Top yeah. ten ballards and bollards, and then there's the other eight are just photos of bollards blocking streets and stuff. JG Ballard, oh, an English yeah. novelist. Dave would know them. Do you know them, Dave? I'd love their work. Um, there's also Thomas Ballard, Virginia colonial politician. Oh, there you go. Oh, Doctor Susan Ballard, principal scientist at the Microbiological Diagnostic Unit of Public Health Laboratory. Jeremy, you're in fine company, yeah. but you're number one on the list. There's also Tom Ballard, British mountaineer. Wow, there so there's a two Toms and a Thomas. Yeah, Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, finally, for me, I'd love to thank from Toyohashi in Japan, Ashley Bartholomew. Ashley. Bartholomew. Mm. From Dave. Japan. Very cool. Have you been to Japan? I have. 
I've never been. I'd love to go. You been to Japan? No, I haven't. Everybody that has gone raves about it, though. Yeah, people love it. I would love to go. But Dave, you don't like Japanese food, is that right? No. Yeah, remember that's where he had shepherd's pie and garlic oh, bread. That's right. <laughs> every night. <laughs> that was every Japan. night. <laughs> so what? What? What list is Ashley on? Uh, top seven non-Japanese dishes in Japan. Ooh, that's good. And what's the Ashley Bartholomew? dish oh that's actually special yeah. yeah which is uh a lasagna uh-huh. but also a crepe <laughs> that's incredible <laughs> you know, I had a- very thin how can it be too thin but it is, <laughs> it is. It's that's the actually so like the super thin crepe then yeah. a cheese and tomato yeah. and then yeah. super and it's still so thin even very all of thin. that it's yeah. still and thin as a crepe <laughs> number two on the list number one is obviously shepherd's pie with garlic bread <laughs> yeah obviously i had a um an eggplant parma at a pub the other day that was a lasagna Oh, it wasn't. They, you know, did, like, they did it wrong. Normally, you'd get an eggplant parma, and it's like it's crumbed like mm. a chicken. Yeah, a little parma. bit crunchy, right? And yep. it's got sauce on top. No, no, no. This was just like layers of eggplant. Oh, so it's like a moussaka. Yeah. But it act, it was also gross. Like, yeah. it didn't even taste good. Oh, because I was gonna say like a veggie lasagna. That yeah, sounds that, good. That sounds delightful. But they stuffed up both yeah, dishes. Yeah, it wasn't good. Yeah, because you could just use you can still use pasta. But the chips and salad, lasagna. delicious. Right. Well, that's good. Yeah, I don't like eggplant that much. Nah. It's rare. I reckon one in five times I have an eggplant dish. I don't think it's gross. Yeah, I one agree. in five. That's not a good. That's not no, a good. Not, not, I don't, no, I don't no. play those odds unless I've I have had to. Some, I've had some good eggplant palmers, and I've had some absolute shockers as well. I think I had a pretty good one at the Chippo where Chippo. we did our gig there years ago in yeah. Sydney. Yeah, that's one of the few I remember being okay, which is high praise I for just, a person who yeah, hates eggplant. Just fuck off eggplant. <laughs> yeah, I reckon fuck it off. It's it, like if if I had to get rid of a vegetable, it, yeah. it might be up there. Top of the list. On, on a listicle. Yeah. Eggplant, that'd be top of the fuck list. Fuck off. Maybe I feel like I, I would I would keep it around. Sorry, maybe aubergine. Yes. Now I feel like if it was called aubergine, I've got a little more time for it. Do you reckon? Just because it's like it's a cool eggplant. word. Eggplant. I don't eat eggs either, so oh, eggplant. Yeah. It's, just, it's not a nice word, eggplant. No, no. Not a nice connotation in emoji form either. I thought it's a very nice connotation. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Who wants to do the next three? I'm up for it. Go on, Dave. All the way. Oh, my goodness. This is amazing. We've just had someone from uh, Japan and we've got another person here from uh, Kawasaki in Japan. It is Chiharu Nishimoto. Chiharu Nishimoto uh, is Uh, on the... The uh, 30 under 30. Oh, yeah. And what, oh. just like, just being great. Being being the leaders of tomorrow. Wow. Today. That's right. And Chiharu. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, watch these names, you know? You know, if you if you are older than 30, this is obviously like a backdated issue. Yeah. That's from whenever you were under 30. That's right. And you've, if you have. Yes. If you are older now. Uh-huh. My word, have you not reached your potential? <laughs> yes, you have. <laughs> We're all very proud of you. You're one of the few. There's a few where are they now type people on that list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you are over 30. That's right. But if you aren't. If you aren't, then I mean, I'm looking at the future. Wow. wow. (laughs) (laughs) That is fine. That's pure coincidental that we had two uh, Japanese shout outs in a row. Very, very cool. I'd like to thank now from West Harptree in Great Britain, George Wright. George Wright, oh, on the listicle of 
people who are right by name and right by nature. <laughs> Just people getting it done. George Wright, top of the list. You know what George has done? He's been out there. He's been working the fields. He's been picking up ladies' yep. bags when they drop them. Yeah. Old ladies. Who Happens can't bend down and get them? Yeah, but he'll be there. Is that to help them or to help them? <laughs> okay, good. He's doing it right, and he'll right. Um, he trims hedges even when he they're not his hedges. <laughs> okay, that's an overstep, but okay. <laughs> As a favour, he always asks first. Oh, he always good. asks first. You need a little trim hedge. They say what? Does he ask? They say sorry. <clears throat> had somebody else. Sorry. Do you need your hedge trimmed there? And oh, I'll so say yeah, that'd be fantastic. I thought he's asking the, the hedge for permission rather than the the, the person. <laughs> he does. Well, he'll ask both. <laughs> you're a little. You're right there, hedge. <laughs> I'll sort you out. But hey, you need a little trim. Oh, hey, short hey, back and sides. Hey, there you go. <laughs> hey, you're right. Hey, you're right. Hey, hey. Ooh, shh, shh, shh. you're right. <laughs> I'll give you a little trim here. No, he's putting hey. it down. <laughs> anyway, yeah, he's on. He's on the top ten list of. Rights by name. Right by name. <laughs> right by name. George Wright, thank you so much. I'd like beautiful. to also thank from Pasco Vale here in Victoria, Australia, it's Hillsy, everyone. Hillsy. Hillsy. Adam Hills, do you think? Maybe. There is only one L. It's like they've combined Will Anderson <laughs> and Adam Hills into one name, and it's Hillsy. 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 Well, do you, I made that on the list of top 10 people mistaken for Adam Hills. Yeah. Along with Will Anderson. Will Anderson, who else is on that list? Probably Alan Bro. Alan, bro, yeah, he'd get it. Miff, I guess. <laughs> yeah. If you run him by that jail, I suppose, as well. Yeah. By All the Spicks and Specs associates. Um, and Will Anderson and number one is Hilsey. Hilsey. Because we've done it here. Yeah, we've, we've done, done it right here. And we apologise for that, Hilsey. You deserve better than that. <laughs> Sorry, Hilsey. That's on us. Apologise, Hilsey. Good to see you top of that list. And thanks so much for your support. <laughs> In the beautiful neighbourhood of Pasco Vale. Not too far from it, just a stone's throw away. Wow. From Brunswick here. Quite the stone. Big, it's a big piff. It's a, yeah, it's a big old <laughs> piff. It's a I big love the piff. word piff. It's a, it's oh, a big old here. piff. You're chucking it all the way over West Brunswick <laughs> and the rest of Brunswick to get it to Pasco Vale. But I reckon, you know, if Jess did it with her leg, <laughs> she could piff. <laughs> you piff with your leg? I mean, it's kicking is what a lot of people call it. But you no. call it leg piffing, don't you? Yeah, I call it leg piffing. Thank you for using my preferred term. Can I thank some people? <laughs> That'd be awesome. Great. I would love to thank from Belfast, Mike Lawrenson. Mike Lawrenson. Mike Lawrenson is on the list. Dave, I'll kick this off and you can you can mm, bring it home. I love them. Dave. Always, always works. Okay. Mike Lawrenson <laughs> is on the list for the top 13 Bakers who've made a... Baker's Dozen. <laughs> That's perfect because the list has 13. <laughs> that is good. That is good. Gosh, that's, that's a good nice stuff. list. And it, you're making it like like that's a rare thing for bakers to do. Yeah, but that is... Well... Of children. he's They've had 13 kids. Is that what you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Credit. Baker's bakers who've, had, who've, ha- who've birthed, birthed 13 children. That's nice. That's my, good list. What a list. Yeah. List. That's a nice Can list. Can you do a Belfast accent, Bob? No. I'd have to think of um that guy from Cold Feet. I'd have to hear his voice to be able to do it. Yeah. And I can't think of it. James Nesbitt, is that his name? Yeah. <laughs> sure thing. That's a name I recognize and I know the guy you're talking about. Are they the same person? Not sure. I don't know. Don't either. know. But I, I recognize is, the name. Him. Okay, he, yeah, great. He's a Northern Irish. I don't know if he's from Belfast. I can't do though. Northern Irish. I love it. Can't do it. Hi, I'm James Nesbitt. 
I'll take it back. You've nailed that. Wow. Um, I would also love to thank from Aust- uh, so Vienna in Austria. Uh, Vienna. I'd love to thank SR. SR. How do you spell that? ES. Yes. AR. Uh-huh. SR. SR. Uh, SR. It is the letters SR. Correct. Senior. That's my dad's well, name. Surely it's going to be top eight people who use two initials in their name. Yeah, like P.T. Barnum. Right. E.M. Forster. Yep. Um, W.A. Jordan. Uh, what's that? That Wells W.C. Guy? Fields. H.D. Wells. She said yeah. Yep. And then J.R. Just J.R. J.R. Puffin stuff. Is that a thing? <laughs> S.R. Sorry, SR. I said JR. I was thinking of JR Tolkien anyway. SR, thank you so much. JR Tolkien, of course, not on the list. Is it straight? Because that's a superfluous yeah, absolutely. letter. Kicked out. Get the fuck off my list. And finally, I would love to thank from Northgate in Queensland. I would love to thank Jessica Cooper. Coops. I believe that is. Uh, I've met Coops. I know Coops. If I'm thinking of the right person, apologies if I'm not. Just yelled. It's a relatively common name, coops. Jessica Cooper. Yeah, it is actually. But yeah. either way, you're Coops to me. That's nice. Big fan of the Coops, the Coops family. And uh, what list are the Coopers on? What In particular, Jessica. Another Jessica Jess. Yeah, it's actually the top 10 Jessicas. Wow. And may I remind you, it was the most popular girl's name for about a 10-year period. Yeah. So to get into the top 100 is actually an incredible list. To make it to the top 10... Jessica Cooper, I mean, that is an achievement. You're putting that on your resume, that's in your Insta bio, like that's huge. That is big. That is big. Wow, that is big time. Yeah. Jessica Cooper will be the reason that the name Jessica comes back in fashion. Oh, yes. Any day now. (laughs) It's coming back. Last time I was in town in Brisbane, Jessica and I went to Rick's Mm -hmm. and tore the town apart, or at least that one bar. That sounds right. We were much older than everyone else there, dancing it up. Ricks. Pretty cool, actually. Pretty cool. It's pretty cool to actually think about that. That's actually incredibly cool. (laughs) I'll have you know. Hey, Grandpa, get off the dance floor. Yeah. I don't know what, yeah. That sort of cool stuff. That's cool. Stallone was calling you a. (laughs) It's getting called old by Stallone. Bit rich, Sly. Yeah. Come on, mate. Have a look in the mirror, mate. Yeah. Okay? You ain't no spring chicken. No. And nothing wrong with that. That's fine. But, like, don't... You know? Why are you calling me old? Why are you calling me I'm old? I'm younger than you. Well, I'm not younger than no, you. No, but, but he doesn't know that. He doesn't know that. I, look, <laughs> I could be younger than you. I've got beautiful skin for my age. Yeah, you look incredible. So thank you very much to Jessica, Essa, Mike, Hilsey, George, Chiharu, Ashley, Jeremy, and Tim. Uh, the last thing we like to do is go through uh, some... Very, very special supporters and welcome them into our Triptych Club. To be involved in this, you just have to be signed up on the shout out level or above for three straight years and then you get welcomed into the club. It's a club you're allowed in, but you're never allowed out again. It's lifelong membership, whether you like it or not. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and hopefully that sounds good to you. You know, not sinister at all. Yeah, we're trying to make this sound appealing. So hopefully you <laughs> like that. Uh, so. Normally, what happens here is a bit of theory of the mind. I'm standing on the door. This is a genuine club. Yeah, yeah clubhouse, is, it's a bar. 
It's everything. There's booze if you want. You know, there's there's massages yeah. and there's like you could get a mani pedi. Yeah, we got the, one of the whole feet from that Colossus thing or whatever. Yeah, oh my we've got goodness. shops in there. There's a photos place. <laughs> there's the toe ring shop. Yeah, we got all that in there. But like cool toe rings. Yeah, but no buttons. <laughs> Dave, we vetoed Dave. Apparently, <laughs> Dave wanted to put in the button so, shop. Good, good luck if you dance so hard that your your jeans break because we can't fucking fix them. <laughs> and Sylvester Stallone's on the side going, "Hey, <laughs> man, do up your pants." <laughs> Dave, even if there was a button shop, you could go buy yourself a new button, and then what are you going to do? You don't know how to put it back together. What we need is a tailor. Yeah. A well, seamstress. Jess suggested a haberdashery section. At least then you'd have some thread exactly. and needle. You're and just stuff. like, no, I just want buttons. <laughs> I like buttons. You just can sue me. <laughs> Do I you would assume if I that could, mate. Could... I would if I could. Don't they just stick back on? I don't understand. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right? Dave. Oh, David. oh, sweet, sweet Dave. <laughs> you stupid idiot. <laughs> you beautiful fool. So anyway, it's a club and I'm standing on the door. I've got the velvet rope there. I've got a clipboard with a list of names. This week we have five names on it. I'm going to read out your name. Dave's on stage inside the club. He's got the microphone. He is the master of ceremonies. He's there to hype you up, oh, welcome yeah. you in. Everyone else has been in. They're clapping along to your name. They're chanting along. Clap. Oh, oh. David. Sly's there. Sly never, you know, he's sort of an honorary member. Jess there is behind the bar, but she's sort of like Dave's Paul Schaefer type. Yeah. She's mixing cocktails. She's organised some dishes. She's playing the keyboards. That's right. But she's also hyping Dave up. Yeah. Because Dave isn't the best MC and Jess is there to make sure he pulls himself. I am the best MC and she's there for me. Yes, that's what I meant. Hey, this week I actually thought of something to serve for food. Oh, fantastic. Because you know how usually I don't? Yeah. Um, Well, this time I've, in honour of all these like big, amazing statues i've made a life-size version of myself <laughs> made out of sandwiches <laughs> to eat up. that's fantastic <laughs> just little finger sandwiches they're all different oh that's so good it's fun yeah i'm gonna <laughs> start you laugh? that's cute start with a belly button in honor of the seven wonders of the world <laughs> <laughs> i've made myself out of sandwiches here it is the eighth wonder of the world <laughs> and it's life-size so it's five foot seven it's not actually that impressive <laughs> In terms of like grand scheme of things, but in terms of like sandwich like display, a sandwich yeah. person, good. I'm impressed. That's yeah. huge for a sandwich That's person. Massive. <laughs> so just come up with that and a drink. Do you normally have a Seven Wonders of the World. Yeah. Cocktail? So what I've done is I've actually made. <laughs> I've had custom glassware made. Yes. Of you guys. Oh. And I'm going to fill them with water and then people can be like, who's this tall drink of water? <laughs> and it'll finally be true about you. Wow. The ninth and tenth wonders <laughs> of the world. <laughs> and Dave, you normally. <laughs> <laughs> that, I, I'm honoured Yeah, you're really cute Thank you so much, Jess <laughs> And Dave, you normally book a band as well for the after party? Absolutely, tonight we've, we are blessed by the White Stripes Playing the hardest button to button <laughs> <laughs> Over and over again dun, dun. Do they have that moving drum? Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, that's right Fantastic Moving around uh, all right. Well, there's five names I'm about to induct. Dave, are you ready? Are you I'm ready? So to ready to welcome, welcome in them in. The latest legends. All right. Uh, first up, I'd love to welcome in from Alton in Hampshire in Great Britain. It's Philly Ellis. Oof, you Philly jealous? No, I'm Philly Ellis. That's, that is good. From Corumban in Queensland, Australia, it's Joel Broom. Oh, Broom Broom. <laughs> <laughs> from Butt in. MT in the United <laughs> States, it's Anita Matthews. Uh, I'm thirsty. 
I need a drink. And then I need a Matthews. <laughs> <laughs> From Moncrief in the Australian Capital Territory, it's Nick Lucas. <laughs> oh, somebody stole my heart. No, they nicked my heart. Nick Lucas. That's good stuff. That's good stuff. And finally from uh, Mogawilly Street in New South Wales, it's Christian Every. You are my Christian everything. Yes. Welcome in Christian, Nick, Anita, Joel and Philly. Where is MT in the US, Dave? Doesn't matter. Welcome all of them in Montana, maybe. Doesn't matter. The big sky country. Isn't that what Montana is? It's Montana. Wow. I'd love to go there. Um, thank you so much to Christian, Nick, Anita, Joel, and Philly. I'd also love to visit Alton, Corumban, but Moncrief and Wonga Willie Street. Uh, thanks so much for joining us, all of you. Make yourselves at home. Please enjoy the White Stripes. Repeating that relatively dun, short dun, song dun, over and dun. over. Enjoy some of Jess's fine. <laughs> Talk glasses of water and, and sandwiches. Sandwiches. <laughs> And these are just the right temperature, is that correct? The sandwiches? Yeah. <laughs> boiling hot. You know how people go to see stuff recreated in Lego? <laughs> yeah. Hot sandwiches. They're, oh. No, but not, not toasted. They're oh, no. just really hot. Because, <laughs> yeah, Dave wanted... That's great for Dave. He wanted a hot toasted sandwich. Yeah, but Thank it's not you. toasted. It's just hot. <laughs> I'll have a margarita pizza. <laughs> yeah, people go to just line up to see stuff made at Lego. I would genuinely go to a place where they'd recreated Wonders of the World and people out of sandwiches. Yeah. yeah. That's God. way more interesting to me. Thank you. God, sure. <laughs> well done. Well, that brings us to the end of the episode. Jess, what else do we need to tell people before we go? That if they want to suggest a topic, they can do so. There's a link in the show notes. It's also um, you can find it on our website, which is dogoonpod.com, which is where you can find a whole bunch of things. You can listen to old episodes um, and you can buy merch. And um, we love you. And we hope that um, that thing that you were worried about has cleared up. <laughs> Yeah, hopefully that it's not, rash as, it's not as big as you thought it was. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully hopefully that rash is not as big yeah, as you thought it was. So. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's only quite small. It's a small rash. Dave boot us home. We'll be back next week with another episode, but until then, I'll say thank you so much for listening and goodbye. Later. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 